1: Turkey. You know what that means? It means it
2: sweeps week, man. It sweeps week. Wait, hold on. Are you referring to our ratings? No, I would never do that. Are you referring to the blowouts in each of the conference finals in NBA playoff basketball? It's
1: like a bunch of gus gusses here pushing around brooms. It's like a bunch of just sweeping. So let us. It's like it's like Mary Poppins. It's like uh the Karate Kid. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a confused witch. Is it?
2: They, okay, I'll I'll give you that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a closet in
2: Hogwarts. Ah, you're referring to uh, Quidditch. Yeah, yeah. Ask me anything else about Harry Potter. Wouldn't be able to. Wouldn't even know how to form the question. It's Quidditch. Quidditch. Hey, it's hey, La- hey. La- lacrosse, witch broom, soccer. You Quidditch. Ah, you sweeps week. How much it cost? It's about forty quid About forty quid
1: I am Fred Slow. You are Van Nunley. We were both in the same place at the same time for the first time in like a month. Steph Griffin on the other side. Beow, of the beow,
3: beow, what is that? Wait,
2: what is that? Was that gunfire? That was. Um, Have you welcoming me that back. to was like to total
3: EDM eyes, Thank you. you know? That's the
2: EDM. <laughs> That's been co-opted by Caribbean hip hop noise. The, what did you call it?
0: Beow, 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 beow. Right. What
2: was the and analogy? Like, chow, bow, chow, Stephanie, sh- we sh- need a button sh- for sh- that back there. Yes. We need to start using that.
1: Okay. EDM is the airport code for Edmonton. Oh, that's
2: nice. Lovely city. I've been there upwards of zero times. No, exactly zero. But its reputation precedes itself.
1: Sweep's week, Sweep. There's
2: if I th- never if, been. If I thought the NBA was just going to cruise past the conference finals and go straight to the finals, it wouldn't have been these two. I have a friend. Oh,
1: that's nice. You sent me a screenshot yesterday of a bet he put on the Miami Heat at the beginning of the playoffs. Okay. $20. Oh. To win the whole
2: thingy. Okay.
1: And the payout is like thousands of dollars.
2: Sweet. <laughs> and I go. I I also believe in Jimmy.
1: Yeah. I go, oh, gosh. I should have. Because they look unstoppable. The Miami Heat do not care about NBA fans or their feelings. Do
2: you think Jimmy Butler's ever cared about
1: anything ever? Coffee. He likes a good uh, pour over. Is he really? He's
2: a big coffee guy. You don't know about this? I do not know about So This that. was a thing during the bubble. Oh, uh, never mind. I do. He had his own station in his room. Hustle. I believe
1: uh, I believe they called it a hustle.
2: He's a hundred millionaire. I don't think he needs to hustle off of coffee.
1: That's why he'll never be a 200 millionaire.
2: At Butler brew? Jimmy's Joe? Jimmy's beans? Jomie's? I,
1: was, I didn't like the one I said. <laughs> I wanted to take the one I said. Butler beans? Butler beans. Mm. Big sweeps week. It's also game week for your boy what game? Duke City Championship Wrestling this Thursday night at the L- Historic El <laughs> Ray Theater joining us in about 10 minutes the Hobo Hank what? yeah the headliner you
2: kidding me? nope the Hobo Hank the Hobo Hank he's gonna be here in studio? He better be bringing us some t-shirts he he better be bringing some 8x10s cause I need an autograph yeah,
1: I, wanna, I want an 8x10 of Hobo Hank and I want to sign it
2: he's my he's my favorite wrestler
1: name one other wrestler
2: I swear it. I saw that movie called The Wrestler once. Not correct. It was very nice. Starring um, an old Mickey Rourke. Not old, but looked old. I believe he was old. I believe he did a lot of damage to his face. You're talking about the marble, man? And his brain. And his kidneys
1: and his liver? Remember he just
2: dropped out of Hollywood and was a professional boxer for a while and then gave himself brain damage and then got really bad plastic surgery and then he didn't even need any CGI whatsoever in to look like he had a 30-year wrestling career beat <laughs>
1: yes. up and destroyed? Yes. And then allegedly had a real off-the-camera affair with Marissa Tomei. By the way, good get. Sure. Super good get. Just
2: like my grandpa said. Yeah? Good work if you can get it. Oh, my
1: gosh. RIP to your grandpa. Wait, what? I assume. Yes. Years ago? Many. Griff, you? Kind I was of in look, fifth grade. Griff kind of looks like Marissa Tomei. Hey. I,
3: I very much... Doubt don't think so, but thank you very much. I, I love that compliment.
2: It's dark in there.
1: It is weird that you work in the dark, girl. <laughs> yeah, turn the lights on. Turn the lights on. Turn it up. Big sweeps week, though. So we're going to get two sweeps in the NBA conference finals for our c- conference finals. First time that's ever happened. There's no other part to that sentence. Ever. It will be the first time that that has ever happened.
2: You know what else has never happened? anything ever a basketball team coming down from 3-0 in the history of playoff basketball coming
1: down coming back yeah it's never happened
2: no not once ever it used to be a five series professional basketball teams are zero and 139 is that real that is correct there have been 139 sweeps
1: in nba playoff correct series that's crazy stat crazy both have eight seeds on different sides of the stick. That's yeah? Close. I mean, that's like pretty. One seven, I, yeah, one, one eight. One's a seven. I mean, close enough. Close. That's from the Sports Animal Live chat. Come hang out with the program, Two Men On. You can find us on Facebook Live and YouTube, facebook.com slash talkABQ, youtube.com slash talkABQ. Come hang out with you boys. We're going to do the live stream. We're on until 7 o'clock tonight. No ice Stokes Baseball today. More home ice topes Baseball series this week. They had so much fun last week, man. They messed around and wanted to do it again.
2: Let's play two. The two Weeks. weeks. Yeah, weeks in a row. Yep,
1: John Trouble joining us at five fifteen. Talk about all the promotions going on at the ballpark this week, including you and I throwing out the first pitch on Wednesday. We're very excited about that. I've never thrown out a first pitch. Have you?
2: Not at a professional baseball game. What? Have a lot. Go- a lot you- of little league games.
3: Have you gone out to practice any, Fred?
2: Practice what? <laughs>
3: throwing.
1: Are you being serious? right
3: Yes. Make sure you know just so. You don't get under the pressure when you do. You, do the you pressure. Get, right, I don't like know. David Bowie? Yes, like was, everybody's staring at you, who? thinking like, "There's Fred."
1: Oh, you're talking you. about my natural environment. You're talking about the thing that I thrive most in. Every day, I know the world but, of show business.
3: I don't know. I just
2: thought maybe you'd be practicing,
3: but, or you're just a natural.
1: At, at literally everything, I'm good at everything that is stupid.
2: I'm excited to ask John Traub later. What's the highest anyone's ever gone on the radar gun for a first pitch? Cuz I'm going to break it. I'll bring out a radar gun. Please do.
1: Griff, what are you doing? Are you implying I have performance issues?
3: No, no, I was just I was just wondering. I didn't know if both of you like
1: The Sports Animal live chat believes that Griff you are implying currently that I have performance issues.
3: Never. I think you could perform best under any pressure, but I Cut just didn't off. know if throwing, you know, the ball was your forte.
2: Stephanie, that's a really good read on your
1: part. Yep. Yeah, that's a real good read. I'm good at every single thing that is asinine. Carnival games? I'm incredibly good at carnival games. Really? Insanely good. You need me to pop a shot? <laughs> you done messed up.
2: Okay. How many jelly beans are in my backpack right now? Zero. Ah, you are good. Told you. You even have to lift it.
3: <laughs> every single. And let's hope for no no delay rain times this week. I don't care. You're like, I don't care. I'm there for a
2: baseball. i am play in the rain. Yeah. Please let it rain. I will forego throwing the first pitch just to slip and slide on the infield. <laughs> Good trade-off. Thank you. They canceled our celebrity softball game last year the due power. to the rain.
1: Oh, yes,
3: I do remember I that. I was
1: team captain, not Van. I was the captain of the other team.
3: Are you guys going to do that again this year, or there's no plans? Phone, phone
1: lines are open. Ice Topes, give us a call.
3: Right? We got to get that
1: going. I'll throw that together. I said,
2: who's on the program
3: today?
1: Just ask ask on, him then. Ask him on the spot. Yes. Yeah. Put him yes. on the spot. Let's put him on the spot. I did a rain delay show with Sushan on Friday. So, obviously, big yes. thank you to Matt Berger who joined me last Friday, my what? former co host. Nice. So. Okay, here's all right. So, from the Sports Animal Live text 505 246 0610, people are wagering on the over under of speed on your first pitch.
2: Okay. This is a smart bet. Uh, first off, let's quantify an over-under, and I'll tell you where the smart money's at. I think because you'll
1: try to show it a little bit. i you bring it. You try to show your ass. I'm going to bring like it. Like you're that guy. For sure. 70 miles per hour. That's the over-under? That's what I say you will hit. Oh, my God. Bet the over. You're not going to do it, though. You are an insane person. When's the last time you've, like, slung, slung a baseball? I'm not talking catch. I'm not talking long toss. I'm talking about, like... What year is it? Put some heat on it.
2: 2023. It's 2023. So it's been four years. When was COVID? Four years ago. Four years ago is the answer. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. It's not there anymore. Stephanie, I was a baseball pitcher until COVID. I think, from, I, I, think I still got it. from the In my head, I know I do. From the Sports
1: Animal Live text, the bet is good money that neither of you could throw out more than 40 miles per hour.
2: Oh. What? You know how slow that is? Them's fighting words. That's...
1: That's slower than a knuckleball. That's like slow, slow. I got
2: Griff hitting the over on 40. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I could I could go to the free throw line and granny shot it over 40 miles per hour. I'll take the under. What? I think I could hike a football at 40 miles per hour, like a, like a punter, like, okay, a, we, like a long
2: snapper. We need to take all of these bets. Yes. Do the old one of each. <laughs> Have a little package, little package deal. How fast can we do things? Like dumb things, correct? Yeah, Yeah. only for for sure. Like frisbee. How far can you? How fast can you throw a bag of feathers? Well, air resistance is a thing, so not fast. Yeah, but still, we got a number for that.
1: What's it? Is it decathlon, the Olympic one where they do them all? Is that what that one? A decathlon.
2: Is that the one where they, they just march really far and then shoot a well, BB that would gun? Be,
3: would, that would be like 10 events, right? I know.
2: All right. So the okay. events. Part Roman.
1: Okay. I cannot run. Steph Griffin. I cannot run 40 <laughs> miles per hour. That is a fact. So I would already not be able to do it.
2: Pretty sure no human has ever run 40 miles an hour. If
1: you put me on a bike, I don't know if I could go 40 miles per hour.
2: Downhill? No, I'd hit the brakes. Gravity <laughs> would affect you.
1: I would get too scared.
2: What if you have a bag of feathers next to you? To land on? Yep. Or just coach you in bags of feathers. I don't hate it. Okay.
1: So what I always do anytime a friend of the show wants to wager a bet, I put that bet up against what? St. Jude's. Like I do that every time, right? So I will do. I will take the bet on 40 miles per hour. And if we hit 40 miles per hour, then friend of the show, 505, whoever this is, they will then have to make a whatever the donation is to St. Jude's producing a receipt for us to verify and if we don't then we will make a donation to saint jude producing a receipt to verify
2: i mean what i would do it i would pump you up like a lot and get you to try really hard now i'd find a separate bookie and bet against you
1: from the sports animal live chat the understanding was the celebrity softball game was canceled last year because we are not celebrities that is uh an honest truth there
2: okay what's the over under on a celebrity (laughs) (laughs) how many followers on the gram yeah we have pretty prolific gram like we got tons of people on there
1: i think it depends where i'm at i like i can't make a lap around isotopes park with someone saying hi or hello i can't do that but if i were to go to like the picasso exhibit or something sure no one knows who i am
2: a northeast heights trader joe's you'd go unnoticed is there one up there I'm assuming.
1: See, I'd be noticed for different reasons. That'd be like the dating app.
2: Mm. For sure. Yeah. grinder. Obviously. Yep. My
1: favorite thing. My favorite thing about getting noticed like when out is because, you know, I've been out of town for a month. hmm. went to Ice Park Saturday night. I got back Saturday. Went to Ice Park Saturday night. Smart.
2: Missed the game. Straight there.
1: Friends of the show come up and they say. How you doing? I go, I'm okay. You know, I never complain. You know who I am. They say, how's your dad? Go, oh, oh
2: that's, that's sweet. So nice. That's so sweet.
1: So incredibly nice. Hobo Hank just reached out to the program. We'll squeeze him in where we can squeeze him in. We're in a little late. Is he hollywood Running a little late.
2: Speaking of real celebrities.
1: Hobo Hank? Yeah. He'll be in the New Mexico Sports Hall of Fame. Let's step aside. We'll figure out programming. We'll come back more than likely with Miami Heat Talk. Which I'm excited about because I stopped watching the game in halftime last night.
2: Didn't need to. Didn't need to. Unnecessary.
1: 30-point cushy? Break that thing down. I'm going to give you the whys on why it's going to happen in four. They're, they're not over 50% basketball related. <laughs> okay, let's go. Most of the reasons that the Heat will win this thing have nothing to do with the play on the court.
2: I'm excited to hear it. Tune on
1: 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports Animal.
0: Take us with you in your car at work. Why does it say paper jam when there is no paper jam in the bedroom? Download the KNML app in the Google Play or iTunes App Store. Just search KNML.
1: Welcome back to the program. Talking about the NBA playoffs, obviously. We're going to talk about the PGA championship. Don't think we won't because we will. Miami Heat are a different beast, man. We look past it? I don't know how else to say that. Do we just look past it? I
2: think the whole NBA did. The Miami Heat have beaten everyone, the number one and number two seeds in the East which coincidentally were also the number one and number two teams of most wins in the NBA, and did it in joking fashion, demolished them, kind of, barring barring some miracle comeback, which if you watch the game, you know the Celtics are just going to roll over.
1: They're done. You see the third quarter when they only put 17 on the board? Like what is it? And then they start the fourth quarter with the scrubs. And they outscore, for the only time in the game, the Miami Heat. Your dudes, who were, what number do we say they were chasing? Whatever it was. 25 or whatever it was. Chasing 25 at half. Gave up. Gave up. Gave up. Boston Celtics, Boston Celtics fans,
2: your team has given up. Quitters. First team All-NBA, Jason Tatum, who just... If unless you uh have a goldfish esque memory, just scored fifty-one points in game seven to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Has not scored in the fourth quarter all series. Perennial MVP That's, candidate. That is that real? That is real. He has not scored a single field goal in the fourth quarter. Nuh uh. That is That's my correct. argument. My
1: argument to this is nuh uh. Yes. Oh, that's wild. He only had 14
2: points yesterday? Jason Tatum has hit less field goals in the fourth quarter than Nikola Jovich. Who is that? That's not Le- Nikola Jokic. It is not. Nikola Jokic, who plays in the Western Conference Finals, has the exact same amount of field goals in the Eastern Conference Finals Jeez. as Jason Tatum. Into the bench player, Nikola Jovich has more fourth quarter field goals. This is wild. Who's Gabe Vincent? Who's
1: Duncan Robinson?
2: Duncan Robinson's a dude. He's always been a dude. Hot though. He's a dude. No, no. There's dudes that you know. He's there. Steve Kerr. He's there. Jeff Hornacek.
1: Steve Kerr and Jeff Hornacek don't score in the twenties. Every once
2: in a while. they No, they do not. Sure. Share the ball. Give it to Jimmy. Jimmy's got it. They don't need to play Jimmy or Bam. The Celtics quit. They are quitters. Red Auerbach has rolled over in his grave and burnt his nice suit with his cigar. The Celtics have quit. The ghost of Red Auerbach who haunts that Quit haunting. He doesn't even haunt the garden anymore because the Celtics quit on him.
1: Our bucket, our Buccaneer, Buccaneers, our Milwaukee Bucks fans, like,
2: okay, good. They're like, whoo, okay, okay, good. Yeah, they are good. No. But it
1: was okay because we thought it was no, it's not as bad as because they're actually that. That's what they thought. Sure. Why doesn't Boston want to be here? That's the crazy one to me. Is there this idea? And also, if you're forward scouting, like get real busy. But also, was there this idea that we can just look past that? We can look past eight. We're, we're already looking at the Lakers. Whatever. Yeah, Their coach seems terrible.
2: Griffin, do you have a air coming out of a balloon noise? Because as soon as the Heat embarrass the Celtics on their own home court in game one, it's been obviously downhill from there. They just suck the life out of them immediately. Immediately. They're a different basketball team. It's embarrassing. Jalen, Sure, you want to make an excuse? Jalen Brown got a boo-boo on his hand and he can't play 100%. Yeah. You got 15 other guys. 14 other guys.
1: 15 other teams all like, heck yeah, Celtics and Lakers down oh three. 3
2: Yeah. NBA loves this. Sure. MB- Adam Silver in the NBA front office is pissed. But uh, but NBA fan is like, Yes. Nikola Jokic versus Jimmy Butler. Let's go. I think it's compelling. Obviously, the best story is Lakers-Celtics, but adios to that idea. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Butler, eight seed, going to lead his team to another championship. Great story.
1: Zero percent chance I will ever root for Denver against Miami. Zero percent.
2: I think it's the whole country versus Denver. Oh, my God, I agree. And Serbian Nationals.
1: And, hey, like, it's not a radio bit when I do this bit, but I'll do this bit right now. I don't care. I don't care who wins. I only want to be entertained. I want to watch the thing and be like, oh, that was pretty good at the end. Sure. Not right now. Right now, I'm so pro my father, Jimmy Butler, that I cannot handle it. Like, I want him to sweep my Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics. I want him to then look across the court from Denver, and I want him to do to Denver what he did to Milwaukee, what he did to Boston, the dumb playing game before then. This is the best thing that could be happening in the NBA.
2: That isn't the Lakers and the Celtics. You're exactly right. This is going to be the best underdog story in the history of the NBA Mm -hmm. playoffs if Jimmy Butler can pull it off against Denver as well. I agree. In the history of the playoffs. This isn't two men on hyperbole. No, This isn't Van and Fred talking up something that doesn't need Any other hyperbole. This is legit the best underdog story in the history of the NBA.
1: You're going to end with the best story in the history of the NBA one way or the other. It's either going to be this story, the best story in the history of the NBA, or the comeback of the Celtics from three down to win the series, the best story in the history of the NBA. No matter what happens at the end of this series, you just witnessed the best story in the history of the NBA. That's incredible.
2: And Eric Spolstra who got crap for a decade. Not for me. He only got he only got a ship because of the Heatles. He's doing it over and over and over again with way less talent. He deserves his flowers. I know all the attentions on Hemi Butler, but Spolstra's doing this thing too. He's making Joe Mazula look like a fool. Joe Mazula needs to start watching The Town more than 4 times a week he wants to come back from this i forgot about that stupid quote so stupid it is so stupid
1: hobo hanks here i'm gonna go grab him we're gonna step away where we come back talking about the return of pro wrestling to beautiful and historic albuquerque new mexico very excited about this stoked i think there's a radio rule where i have to say full disclosure i'm in on the ownership group i have to say that i'm not sure what the rule is growth what's the rule on that
3: you know I'm, i don't know the official rule on that it's
1: something of that nature
2: you have to admit your role.
1: I have to admit my role. Correct. Yeah. The promoter. Boom. The promoter? The. The sports animal. The promoter.
0: The promoter. <laughs> I don't hate that at all.
1: <laughs> Hobo Hank with us. When we get back, we're talking about man slamming. It's men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal.
0: Tuesday on the opening drive was the Joker able to dethrone the king the importance of team play in the postseason. Join us on the opening drive starting at 7 a.m. Welcome back
1: to the program. Joe Singer with us. Hobo Hank, welcome to the show. What are you going by? You going by Joe or Hobo Hank? Uh, You know, let's do Joe today. Go Joe. Yeah. Jobo. Jobo Hank. Hobo Hank's a trade name. That's right. For your trade of pro wrestling.
4: Right, I should get a trade marked. Probably.
1: I don't know the legality of that. I don't either. I'm going to adjust the microphone, Van. You take over.
4: Okay.
2: Welcome to the program, my friend. Well, thank you, my friend. It's good to be here. We uh, we promoted you as being here at four fifteen, yeah. but again, you're on hobo hank time. You're a hobo. Well, I- so I'm assuming you have like a like a five year old Obama phone. Is that what it is? And the GPS didn't work. Well, you try you try hitchhiking from behind the frontier
4: restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this time of week, man. Yeah, sorry to be running late, but it's good to be here. Pro
1: Pro Wrestling is back in the city of Albuquerque. Let's go, boys. Yeah. Duke City Championship Wrestling will be at the historic El Ray Theater this upcoming Thursday night. Doors at six, bell at seven thirty. Whole lot of excitement if you're there in person. We'll give it to you digitally afterwards if you want to wait. I would encourage you not to. Joe?
4: Long time coming, huh, I mean? Yeah. I've you know, I think everybody's missed wrestling here in Albuquerque. It's been Oh, it's been at least four years since our last big event uh, right. right in the middle of town. And we, there's been some some smaller events here and there popping up, which is great to see. But, um, you know, at this scale in that kind of venue, it's, it's been a long time coming. Van,
1: you haven't got a chance to kind of see the bones of it yet. You will this Thursday. It's sure. going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but the inside the Historic ray Theater, what we have is obviously the stage area, right? So right. where all the performances are you've ever seen? We have the ring, which will be positioned as near it as it could possibly be. Fun VIP sitting up on the stage. That's going to be a cool access point for fans. Uh, the TV product's going to be incredibly good. We have a partnership with ProView Networks. They're going to produce that thing on the spot. We're going to do really well with that, so we're super excited. Also, uh, will not spoil on the radio, but fun surprises while there. So there's a, there's a ton going on with that. I will be the voice of it. Van, you will be in attendance. Joe, you'll
4: be performing. You headlining? What's up? Uh, yeah, I'll be main eventing that night uh, against Charlie 50, a wrestler out of Lubbock, Texas. Who sucks. He does suck. So you know, <laughs> come on down there, yell at him. Let him know how much he sucks. Let him know how much Texas sucks. Uh, it'll be cool. Uh, he's never been, uh, he's never appeared in Albuquerque before. So he'll be a new face for some of you guys that go way back and have uh, watched this over the years.
2: Like the buzz about this event is through the roofs. So. Way more than I thought it would be. Yeah, exactly. What What are you hearing from the Albuquerque community?
4: Oh, same same thing. I mean, it, it, people have been asking for it for so long, and and I think um, you know, uh, there's been work behind the scenes going on, and you know, little rumblings. And we were able to share some things. Um, but yeah, I mean, the day we put up the the flyer officially, it was it was crazy. I mean, Facebook exploded and. Um, you know, Albuquerque is known to to buy tickets the last minute, and for this particular event, you know, we're we're almost out of front row seats already. We've still got a few well, days to go. Hey,
1: update! I have it in front of me. Ugh. How's it looking? Not a lot of tickets left. Okay, so tickets dot com. That's dccwtickets.com dot You can get into the venue there. Obviously, Duke Wrestling dot com. Joe and I sat down with Chris Burnett yesterday. Did a really Nice inside wrestling kind of podcast talking about the history of of our relationship and the growth of the promotion uh, as we are creeping up on our very first event,
4: yeah, and I think you know what a what a cool thing we did just to sit back and kind of tell the story about how we got to this point and um you know what wrestling fans should understand is this is something that's we we started this pre covid you know th- this was uh years in the making and it's taken years to put it together, but uh, we finally have all the right players on board to really bring the the kind of event. That you've been asking for i mean over the years people have asked for a for a premium venue how much cooler do you get than the historic el Ray theater don't. on central right i mean that's albuquerque if if anything's albuquerque that's it so uh that's going to be amazing uh you know everybody always wants to to buy beer at the events we've got two full bars that night um and some some liquor partners involved um and uh the YMC's out the ymca is there van
1: Selling like pizzas and snacks and doing a fundraiser for their summer program, so all the it. concession pro- proceeds go to the YMCA Central New Mexico. Like, there's not a point to do it unless you're doing it the right way. And uh, myself and Joe and obviously Aaron Burnett over at the historic El Rey, um, three guys to do three completely different things, but for some reason excited to see sweaty men.
4: Uh, agree. I mean, who doesn't like sweaty men? Van, I know, Van, I know you Van? like sweaty men. Oh, oh men. I'll be
2: first in line. Griff, sweaty men. Sure.
3: No, Why
2: not? That's, hey, that didn't sound accurate. A little bit of reluctance yeah, there. It wasn't I don't understand. That felt that felt
4: coursed. Well, maybe on Thursday night we can, you know, change some opinions.
1: Griff, what are you doing on Thursday night? You want to come to pro wrestling?
3: Thursday night, I actually have off that yeah. night. Maybe I should go to some cool. I'll just I'll share
4: my
1: location with you or whatever. We'll just we'll make sure it works. So she knows where the El Rey <laughs> Theater is. I just want a reason to share my location with. her.
2: Joe, wrestlers of all shapes, sizes, colors, ages will be there. A bunch of different matches. How did this ragtag bunch come together?
4: Uh, you know, it, it, was, uh, it was hard to select the, the first group. You know, I wanted to bring out, uh, wrestling back in a big way. and um, So I, I kind of mixed it up. We're going to see some of our local favorites, some guys that have been in the ring many, many times in Albuquerque over the years. Uh, Mosh Pit Mike will be there. Sucks. Thunder, no, nah, Moshpin Mike's great. Okay, doesn't suck. All right, Thunder. Thunder Sucks. Right no, Thunder's great. Too. All right, doesn't okay, suck. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I mean these guys are Albuquerque personified. They've been doing this thing almost as long as I have. So uh, you're going to see some real pros in there. Uh, but I also selected uh, some some talent from, from uh, outside the state. Um, try to focus in on some guys that nobody's ever seen here before. Sean Lau will be making his – Who does debut. suck.
2: Sucks. He, he sucks. He may suck.
4: I don't know. We hate him. We'll to, okay, he, we hate him. Okay, well, good. He's off to a good start. Is he from El Paso? <laughs> is he? He's, uh, he is – I don't know where he's from, but uh, he's uh, residing in Amarillo at the moment.
1: Oh, there you go. Are you talking about the Amarillo Adonis? Is no. that who you're talking
4: about? Because I hate that dude. You're talking about Oil El Paso Amarillo? I, uh, that might be the guy. I'll have to look him <laughs> up on Facebook <laughs> when
1: we get out of
2: here
4: uh <laughs> eight eight matches
1: 16 different competitors it's going to be a crazy what, so are we only doing like one v one what's up we don't have no
4: tag teams what's the deal here uh no tag teams the first night uh but uh you know more to come this is not just going to be a one and done deal we're we're uh we're trying to bring this thing back to where eventually we get to the monthly the monthly shows yeah um we like the thursday night thing we think that's a cool option for people that Maybe don't uh, have the time on the weekends to come out and join us. There's a lot of events on weekends, so rather than compete with all that, why not provide some some entertainment on an off night and kind of get you into the weekend? Um, so I think you know, in the in the coming months, uh, we'll be back. Uh, we're we're shooting to be back probably in July uh, at the L Ray once again, and then t- uh, hopefully be picking up a monthly schedule soon thereafter. Well,
1: and here's a fun thing: uh, how fortunate we are with the program. We're giving away tickets, man what so, yeah so duke city championship Hold on, for wrestling free? for free
4: oh nice. yeah we gotta set it too can I, am i eligible or am i this, you are because no, i'm on this show you're not eligible
2: we will just let you in i think yeah.
1: also it's not two men on giveaway it's duke city championship wrestling giving them away oh that's
2: nice yeah
4: so there you go on that
2: good don't so, at me
4: yeah do, do not at me <laughs> so <laughs> not only not only can i not win them for free but it's costing me money it's, it's, um that's <laughs> actually not so far from true that's, no, uh,
2: that's incredibly correct it, so, Joe, you've been rocking this hobo Hank persona for quite some time. You're a legend in the game. Where did this persona come from? What's the origin story? Uh, yeah.
4: So I've I've been wrestling for uh, pro for 27 years. Started back in 1996, uh, but I picked up the hobo Hank moniker. I, I think it was 2000 2001. I was working in uh, Global Championship Wrestling in El Paso, and uh, oh, yeah, they suck. That they, place sucks. They do. Well, they suck now because they're they're gone. <laughs> um, I, I outlived them. So they, they gave me the cool idea for the character, which, uh, I was honestly, I wasn't fond of at the moment, but, uh, I gave it a shot and lo and behold, it stuck. And, and so as I went on to wrestle for all the years I wrestled up in, uh, Amarillo and all over West Texas and back in New Mexico, um, you know, I, I, brought that character to all those areas and, and the popularity of it just, you know, I couldn't deny it
2: I, after that I was hobo Hank. Is your fan club called the Hobosexuals? You know, they, you know what? I think they should be. Moving okay. forward. You them. can have that yeah, for like, free right now. I
4: like that. Thank
2: you. I'll, I'll look up hobosexual.com for yeah, you. Hold write, on.
4: Write that down. for Well, I'd be careful what you type in that computer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, let's just write that down because I like it.
1: DCCWtickets.com is where you go to get your tickets. Uh, obviously, get them now because they're, they're going fairly quick. Doors are at 6. The bell is at 7.30. We should wrap up the night at what time? Uh, we should be done about nine thirty ten. That's not bad at all.
4: Yeah, we'll get couple you, hours. Get you home for work and school.
1: Myself on the broadcast for it, Chris Burnett, will be joining me on there. That will be a great time for the viewer. Where obviously, we're producing the entire thing. This is, um, I don't know how to say this because it's been such a long time since there's been pro wrestling here in the Albuquerque community. This is better than what has been, and we haven't started yet. So I'm very excited to set a very brand new and a high standard for the the theater that is pro wrestling here in town,
4: yeah, I would agree. I mean, I've I've been involved in you know pretty much every form of wrestling here over almost three decades, and um, it's it's not uh, it's not about what I want, but it, more about the feedback that I've received over the years from the fans, and so uh, knowing if they could change something about what was being presented to them, what that would be, uh, and we really tried to bring all of that together for this project.
1: I think the the last part is specifically talking about you obviously Albuquerque me Albuquerque Aaron Burnett Albuquerque the historic El Rey Albuquerque everyone involved Albuquerque like this is a product for Albuquerque it's a product based around the Burke fan base like how very fortunate we are to be able to create something homegrown here and able to support the community we're within so I just I want to drive home this is for you Albuquerque like you've been asking forever like we're putting in the effort
4: we got you Oh, absolutely agree. You're thirsty. Here's water. You betcha. I mean, we're, I was born and raised in Albuquerque. I grew up just miles from here, and um, I've never strayed far from it. Uh, and any time I get the opportunity to, um, you know, present myself on a national level, I've always put Albuquerque on the map. You know, I try, to, I try to throw it back to them.
1: Follow on Instagram, Duke City Championship Wrestling. Shoot a DM. Shoot a DM to Duke City Championship Wrestling. Tell us you want to. Two on us, and by us I mean Duke City Championship Wrestling. Definitely not two men on. It's a Duke City Championship Wrestling promotion. So there you go. Follow Duke City Championship Wrestling on Instagram. Send them a message, and we'll put you in the book for two. We're very excited about that. Anything we missed Joe?
4: Um, You know, I don't think so. I, I would just, uh, I would say, you know, again, we're gonna have the two bars open, which is cool, but it's still a, fam- uh, it's gonna be a family friendly event, so right? Bring your kids. We'll have uh, plenty of security there. It'll be all sectioned off as far as the drinking goes, and. Um, the presentation itself will be very much family friendly.
1: It's an all ages thing, man. So there's like a wrist, there's a wristband thing, there's a whole thing. Uh, it should be insanely successful at the gate. Agreed. Everyone is doing it, it's doing a really good job. So you know. Yeah,
4: there's a lot of people working really, really hard uh, behind the scenes to get this thing up and running. Big
1: thank you to State of New Mexico for helping us in all the ways they did as well. At the State Athletic Commission, uh, absolute banger of a job. Absolutely, Joe. Thank you so very much. When we get back, we wrap up the first hour a little bit more NBA talk. And then we'll start next hour with the PGA van. I got final thoughts on the Miami. I wanted to call it the Miami and the Boston series, but really it's just the Miami series. It's the Jimmy series. It's the Jimmy series. Sure. The Jimmy series. When we get back tune in on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.
0: The Duke City's home for sports.
3: Hell yeah.
0: Yes. That's a yes. This is 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.
1: Big thank you to Joe Singer, publicly known as Hobo Hank. Legend. Give me a good night this upcoming Thursday night at the Historic Elray. DCCWtickets.com. Come hang out with your boys. We'll be there. I like this little... It's like picking. It's like a little, just picking at it.
2: That's when the, uh, the cowboy's sitting out on the range watching the sunset, thinking about all the, the hard work he's done for his family. And the beans he ate. Yeah. Good beans. That's cowboy stuff. Whole pot of beans. Yeah. And uh, 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 k- k- kicking my dog. A lot of people talk about emissions from cows.
1: Okay.
2: How about emissions from cowboys? All them beans. It's a lot of beans. That's the direction you wanted
1: to go with it? Yeah.
2: Did Al Gore talk about that?
1: I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. (laughs) All right. From the Sports Animal Live texter, 505-246-0610. This is interesting here. When are we going to see Van and Fred in the wrestling ring? Would love to see a tag team match versus JJ and Symbietta. That's from friend of the show Ronnie. I'm gonna tell you this: they'd whoop us. They would. They would straight whoop us. Oh, you know it. You
2: know athletic JJ is. Yes, incredibly athletic. Hey, and by the way, he's still got youth on ben his side. Has
3: been going to Rise of the Phoenix though, so right.
2: I'm not gonna say I'm not jacked, I'm but I'm still very old though. That's the problem. A greased up JJ running around. Oh, what
1: can we do? Nothing.
2: Okay. All them tickets are gone They're now. They're all gone now. <laughs> <laughs> Greased up JJ. Ooh wee.
1: I would get in the ring for the right reason. If we were doing like a like a like a chops for charity, and Hobo Hank would like just throw me into like the turnbuckle and just just drop drop some Rick Flair's on me like That's a chest slapper? Woo! Did I you ever just,
3: see the movie Stripes?
1: With John Candy? Yes. No. Oh. Yes, I have. (laughs) Okay,
3: so remember when he was wrestling in there with the mud wrestling with the girls? Do I remember that? That's what you should. Yeah, we should get a a little fundraiser for like. Griff. To raise money for like Locker 505 or something like that. That
1: that charity doesn't make sense for that. And. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Griff, are you trying to get us to ask you to be in a mud wrestling event? Because this is a weird gaslighting you're doing here.
3: A weird invitation (laughs) for um, self-promotion. here,
1: Griff's like. Van Griff's like, wouldn't it be crazy if you guys did mud wrestling? And I don't know. I was like the
3: star I, I like of it. I fell in <laughs> and like.
2: <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. What do we do now? <laughs> just
3: happened to have a bikini. Yeah.
2: Oops. Griff's like, I just happened. What are
1: those uh, those caps that swimmers wear? Oh, God. Uh-huh. Yeah, Griff's like, <laughs> I just happened to brought
2: one. Oh, but- my goodness. Did I drop my goggles for eye protection? Is that Steph Griffin with a do-rag? <laughs> And by the way, it wouldn't be Van and Fred versus JJ and Jeff. No, it would be us four
3: Against versus
2: like- some other four-letter network. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Whoever, okay. the, whoever the people are that work there, yeah. I don't know yeah. their names. No, why would you? Why would you? There's a Rick there, maybe. I don't know. I think there's a Richard. There might be a Rick. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Something.
1: R- Ricky. Ricky.
2: Guess is as good as mine. But yeah, we would demolish those losers. Like the same way the
1: Miami Heat are demolishing the Boston Celtics?
2: Worse. No mud, though, please. Please. Yeah. Please.
1: Do you have the Boston Celtics winning even one game in this series?
2: Zero. Zero. Lakers got a better shot than Boston does. Just pack it in, Boston.
1: You're in a tough spot because if you're Boston, you should start your starters. That's why they're called starters. Mm. They should not, though. Just dial it in. Like, hey, get dudes who want to play, put them out there, let them play.
2: Like people from Boston? Like Julian Edelman? And like <laughs> Marky Mark? I was going to say Marky Just Mark. Let a bunch of Boston yeah. legends play? Yeah. It's crazy that Bill Burr's out here.
1: Whoa. That dude can go. Miami does not want
0: to. garden.
1: Miami does not want to get on a plane back to Boston. That's why this thing is over. And you're like, Fred, that is stupid. I promise you it's not. I promise you that is the mentality of a Jimmy Butler where he creates a stupid something. So, do you remember Michael Jordan? And he was like, and I took that personally. Sure. Jimmy Butler in his head is like, I'm not getting back on a plane. He's yelling at Scrubs the other day. He's already
2: doing it. He's already
1: doing it. He's already doing it. He is.
2: He's What's said the it? Al Horford stupid timeout celebration. Mm-mm. Yeah, and he did it right back in his right face back last at game. Him. Two games later, hey, he's up, like, "Oh, Pepperidge Farm remembers." They're up three. Rip.
1: He's like, "We don't care. We don't care what you think." And, and, and everyone in the like press conference is like, "We didn't say anything yet. Like, we're we're sorry, Jimmy.
2: They don't want to fly to Boston. This thing's over." Garden, make some noise. At coming in at five nine, plain port guard for your Boston Celtics. Okay. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Coming up next, shooting guard, Sarah Silverman. one, his best friend, Ben Affleck. Hailing. That's the only Boston people I know. I'm tapped out. That's it. You can't go with Ben Affleck. That's, it, he, that's he, the he only two, I know. He'd he distract
1: the, the head coach because of the town. Who else is? Who else is from there?
2: Samuel Adams? I don't know. Where's Craig when we need him? PGA Championship is this past weekend.
1: <laughs> Our reaction, because we're the only two guys who watched any of it. Sponsors, too, whenever we get back. minutes on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Now,
0: now betting for the, for the sports, sports Animal. animal.
1: Big thank you to John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy for being the sponsor of this very studio. Big thank you to the 6 66 Diner, which I haven't got a chance to go to yet since I've been back, but I'm going to go there and I'm going to eat lunches and I'm going to love it. Ooh, when do you want to go? I'm in. I'll go tomorrow. I'll go. I have lunch every
2: almost day. every
1: day. I'm like an everyday guy on lunch. You eat lunch every day? I had lunch today. That's nice. So, I mean, that's a good start. <laughs> Big thank you to Teller Vodka. Watermelon walk-off. Can we? So, we're throwing out the first pitch at Ice Stubbs Park on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Can we walk out to the mound holding water off, watermelon walk-offs in our left hands and throwing baseballs in our right hands? I
2: only need one hand to throw a baseball. I agree completely. What am I going to do with the other hand? Bring my glove? Right, no. You. Hear me out.
1: I get two watermelon walk-offs: mm-hmm. one in my hand, one in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. Throw the first pitch, pull the one out of my back pocket, okay. take those two watermelon walk-offs, slam them together like Stone Cold Steve Austin. On the pitcher's mound, drizzle my face and body.
2: Hold on. This is a great idea. I don't want you to forget it. I'm going to write this one down. Stone cold. I'm going to put a apostrophe after it because that's a verb. Mm-hmm. Stone cold, a watermelon walk-off handful. Yeah.
1: In the middle of the playing surface for the Albuquerque Ice tubs, in front of thousands of onlookers, some probably fans.
2: Fall risk. Can't do it. I talked to a friend of you the... You want our pitcher... Slipping on watermelon walk-off and injuring himself. Oh, good point. Fielding a ground ball. You're
1: right. Never mind. Scratch the plan. What part is the most of a baseball field? What part is the most good with irrigation? That'd be the warning track, right? Yeah, warning track. I'll do it on the warning track. Foul territory. I reached out to a friend of the show, star of TV and radio, and now film. Congratulations to Brandon Antega, who was in his very first Netflix movie this past week. The what? Yeah, so he was in the new LeBron James uh, movie. My goodness. What's the one it's about? Getting dunked on? What's what's going on? I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah they needed a bunch of people uh, Brandon Ortega's size to get dunked to jump on. Jump over. Yes. All right. So, star TV, radio, and now feature film, Brandon Ortega. I was like, hey, you going to be at our first pitch on Wednesday for the Albuquerque guest up? I was like, because if so, it'd be cool if we had like personal photographer, if you came out, just like chase us around when we did that thing. And he goes, man, no one's ever asked me to throw out a first pitch
2: oh <laughs> they will now what a turd <laughs> now that he's on netflix
1: there's a bunch of isotope stuff going on this week too okay we, i don't know if you know this but they have um there's a lot in the works there's this new song coming out for the isotopes Brandon was part of composing that. i don't sure. know which of that is public or not there's uh i don't know there's just a world of cool baseball news in the city of albuquerque and how fortunate we are to be a part of it this wednesday love it it's wednesday we're at ABQ Dukes tomorrow, coming out with your boys. We'll be there for the duration of the program. So that'll be 4 to 6.15 until we hand it off to Ice Baseball. So we'll be hanging out there.
2: Jake, hey, by your- the way, sweet merch fans yeah. out there in Albuquerque, stay tuned tomorrow. Okay. Because Steve Palmisano, owner-operator of the Duke store, always has some some super sweet deals going on he's when a, the boys are there. He's a good Duke. Last time, stop. The last time we were there... He was giving off 20% off of jerseys. What? And I personally gave off, out of the kindness of the heart, my heart and um, the width of my wallet. Okay. 10% off on all other sales. And that's our joint. It cost me a lot of money.
1: (laughs) Congratulations to everyone that took advantage of Van's wallet. Yep. Van's wallet should be a, that should be a bet on the program. We could just get you to to buy things for our for our fans and I friends. do
2: it all the time
1: yeah but not with a sponsor
2: it's usually just a cocktail or two not hundreds of dollars right. of memorabilia
1: how foolish we were in that moment nope. how very foolish're at Axe. we got to figure out Thursday we got so much stuff going on we need to be at red door got the wrestling on Thursday well so we got the wrestling mm-hmm. we'll move some things around yeah we'll move some things around
2: bonus will be different places different days correct mix it up see some new friends.
1: I love everything about that. Yep. Love everything about that. You watched his golf this past weekend? You
2: know I did. No, 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 you didn't. I love Sunday afternoons of majors. They're so wildly interesting. They're not. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning, miss me. Sunday afternoon of majors are fantastic. And this one did not disappoint
1: I thought the winner of this thing was going to be like 5, 6 under. It ended up being 9 under, so that's kind of a runaway. Mm-hmm. Bruce Kepka, who was, well, favored. Favored to do well. Scheffler was favored to do well. The top two finishers, Kepka and Sheffler. Your boy,
2: what's his name? Bryson DeVanbo. I tell you what, this dude sucks. He got third place. That doesn't suck. And technically
1: got fourth because two guys got second, but yeah. <laughs> 3-under after being 3-under on day one. So you just played evensies all weekend? Do you not want to win? No, it's not a hard course. 9-under one the thing.
2: Look, coming from a guy who the only time you played 18, you broke your driver on your first swing. Second. We're not going to take a lot of golf advice from you, Fred. I'm not giving advice. I'm giving critique. Ah. Yeah. Sure.
1: I can't tell you how to hit the ball. I can tell you when you're doing it poorly. <laughs>
2: These dudes who have quit the PGA to go play elsewhere, they ain't got it. That's the story. A live golfer won. A live golfer that you just said sucked got fourth place. Is Bruce Koepka a live golfer? Yes.
1: The Sports AMO live texter is very funny. I can't repeat some of this stuff. This is one of the best D's jokes I've read in a long time. Mm -hmm. I cannot say it on air. It's incredibly
2: funny. It's a good well timed too. We're gonna we're gonna put that on our social media. It's hard to have it's hard to have comedic timing over text, but this one nails this it. This one's very good. It's good.
1: Normally when you're doing a punchline via text, you're using ellipses. Mm-hmm. There's no ellipses here. It wasn't needed. Mm-mm. We're gonna screenshot this. Sure. And put it on the social media. Welcome. At TalkABQ, Instagram. we just we're gonna put on the Instagram. This joke from friend of the show one one five four.
2: D's jokes. That's pretty good. Thank you.
1: I don't think people are watching golf. I was. I didn't see anything on social media about it. There was no... Let me rephrase.
2: You didn't see anything on wrestling social media about it.
1: Well, I wasn't on wrestling.
2: <laughs> I'm out of the wrestling loop. I've been busy for it like was, a month. The PGA this year was a big deal. This is only the second tournament where live golfers participated. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember the first one, this year's Masters, Brooks Kepka choked it away. And that was the ongoing joke on this program and most of sports media was he's not used to playing more than 54 holes anymore. I guess he choked it away on Sunday. He didn't choke it away this Sunday. Live golfers represented, won the friggin' thing. Brooks Kepka almost won two straight majors in a row. The live golfers are for real. Four out of the top ten. It's
1: not even half.
2: They don't even have half the players. Good numbers.
1: That part's crazy. It's like sending in a bunch of scabs,
2: who are really good, and also You're sending aren't, in a bunch of scabs that are like good enough to take your job.
1: They're also not scabs at all. Like they play, they're in a completely different one. Like we're not trying to take your job. Right. We have our own job. We have a separate job. It's not this job.
2: Yeah. Herschel Walker went to the USFL first, right? Right. Yeah.
1: We don't have to we don't have to work as hard and we make more money. It's actually a better job. Yeah. By all definitions of what a job is.
2: I don't gotta play in all your tiny little dirtbag tournaments. I could just play in the four good ones and then get paid more to play less golf. I lied. D D chambu? Dechambeau. De Deschambeau. Bryson. Deschambeau? De, de Rochambeau. Ah. Hey, uh,
1: I'd like to have the pasta, red sauce. I'll take a little bread on the side, obviously. And then uh, bring me your finest de Mmm. He was four under on Friday. He didn't just play even Z's all weekend, he played plus onesies all weekend.
2: You know who else played plus onesies? <laughs> PGA Pro. And when I say pro, I don't mean professional golfer. I mean pro at a PGA golf course. Okay. Michael Block played plus one. Besides live, representing, and looking legit, that's the story. I never heard of Michael
1: Block until I saw the YouTube highlight. I didn't even see it live. I saw the YouTube highlight of him slam dunking a par three. Hole in
2: one on the fly. Cupped it. What'd you call it on the fly? On the fly. It's not called a slam dunk? You can call it whatever you want. Okay. This is America, Fred. So he dunky dude like I do, can Teddy Grahams into can, icing. I, I changed my mind. This is Soviet Russia. You can't say dunky do I outlawed it immediately. Do you remember when that's I... That's awful. Do
1: you remember my analogy of taking Teddy Grahams and dunking them into uh, cake icing?
2: Which is a very strong move. That's my move. For a guy who's never smoked weed, Yeah, that's a pretty strong move there. I, I do a lot of weed stuff. Without the weed, I've never smoked weed, but you still dunk Teddy Grahams into cake icing.
1: Griff, you ever dunk Teddy Grahams into like a whipped cake icing, a whipped one?
3: I think I have. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's definite jazz cabbage behavior. Do you ever make the little cookies out of them? Yeah, of course. You get, you get of course, I do. One, make a little smashy boy. Yeah, a little crispy Oreo di- guy. Mm-hmm. But did next level, do you make them dance around? and then they don't like each other's dancing, and they got to fight each other to the death, and then the loser, you eat them.
1: No, I do something similar, though, where I buy <laughs> the cookie grams where some of them are vanilla cookie grams and some of them are chocolate cookie grams, uh, and then I make every cookie gram war. icing sandwich. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, not a race war. Oh, whoops. It's not where you're going with that? No, they're coming together.
2: Oh, yeah. the other you're going the other way. Yeah,
1: right? so one side is... Whoopsie. Is vanilla one side, is chocolate, and inside of it is delicious icing. Okay. Everyone knows that.
2: Now you got to mix icings too.
1: It's a whole production if you start doing that.
2: Okay. You started this.
1: What if you were to get one of those um, like Cake Boss things? What are they called? Where you make roses? What's mm-hmm. that called? Yes. Griff, what's that called? Whenever you make the roses on an icing. I just call them icing bags. Yeah, the bag of icing. Is there another term for it? I have no idea. There's got to be. I've never cooked. I bet there's a French word. Do I look like a person that, that knows how to bake? I've never baked in my life. I just said I've never smoked weed. Piping. 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 What if you were to get a piping? Piping. A piping. Also, you know how on Teddy Grahams... Or icing bags. They're That's so right
3: tiny. Person. Like, you'd just be like... A drop or like you'd go overboard.
2: The right amount is what you put. Yeah, the right amount. And I scoop up the wall.
1: I don't know what your guys' move is. Like (laughs) I scoop around the outside and then build.
3: But I would feel like like you'd have to be super, super careful because wouldn't they break in half?
2: Well. You gotta have the touch. What? Did you, like didn't, you didn't you hear him say earlier
1: that you get the, the whipped one?
3: up. Is he not going to break in half?
2: What icing
1: are you using? What are you using? Frozen icing? Are you speaking <laughs> <No>. on behalf <laughs> of snack
2: pita? Like what are you? I'm using room temp confetti icing, like you should. It's producers for the ethical treatment of animal snacks. Is that what you're <laughs> yes. speaking from right now? Funfetti. It's called Funfetti.
1: Which is what Michael Block put in his cake that he celebrated with after he hit
2: a hole-in-one dinger. Does dinger work? I was watching. I was getting a little sweat on, and Jim was on the elliptical when that happened. And I was like, maybe I'm my body's moving too much because I think the ball just disappeared from the green. I didn't see where it went. That was his reaction, too. Because he cupped it. That's what it's
1: called, cupping. Yeah. So he hits the shot, and everyone is like... First of all, golf is at or near the most unoriginal sport ever, fan-wise. It's like rec league softball. Every person there just says the exact same phrases over and over again. It's so like a guy tees off, and somebody screams, it's so stupid. doesn't matter what hole. doesn't matter who it is. They scream, get in the hole every single time. Mm-hmm. We heard you last time. We heard you the time before. We heard you the time before that. You got it right one time. It's not the same guy, though. It is.
2: Ethically. (laughs) (laughs) You're painting with a broad brush here on every golf fan on the planet. How many times have you played
1: softball and you're in the dugout and a guy goes, let's hit for an hour. And then, do you have to say that every time? No one ever hits for an hour. No, I play real baseball. Uh, So the baseballs are just as good. Punch in. Like, there's so many of them. It's like, why does everyone say the, like, is there no originality in the world of golf
2: slash baseball slash, I guess, any sport? Yeah, you saw originality. You went to the Waste Management Open. Oh, that thing sucked. You're an insane person.
1: Griff, going to the Waste Management Open was a waste of my time.
2: See, speaking of unoriginal cliches, there you go. Do people say that? They have to. Have you heard it? Statistically. I just need to know if you've heard no, it. No, because everyone compliments Interesting. It, How much fun it is. Hmm. But if they had a bad take, they would 100% use the word waste in it.
1: Incredible how I'm my own person again.
2: Hmm. First time for everything.
1: I stay. Did you not hear this whole bit I just did on Teddy Graham's and icing? It's not a stolen bit, that's real life experience. If you give me the options, go to the Waste Management Open or sit at home eat Teddy I would go to the Waste Management Open yes of course you would yeah I have a fear of missing out
2: yeah there's beer there big ones
1: the problem with the beers at the Waste Management Open Griff is that we had had so many beers at Wrestlemania the night before and we knew we were going to have so many beers at Wrestlemania that night Mm -hmm. that the beers at Waste Management just felt like in between beers they didn't feel like the actual
2: beers more like a primer really that's what it was just to keep it in your system yeah
1: which I was into Super into. John Traub joins us whenever we get back. Excited for this. It's men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal.
0: There's only one robe and there's only one home for whoa, whoa. robe. But I can't control what some of these people say. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The, the sports, sports animal. animal. Hard name or whatever.
1: Welcome back to the show. Joining us on the program on the front of the show hotline. This show is two men on GM of your Albuquerque Ice John Traub. John, welcome to the program, brother.
5: Hey, Fred. How are you, buddy?
1: Doing good, my man. Excited to be back in Albuquerque. The first stop I made when I got back was over at Ice Park on Saturday night, and it was Little League night and women in sports night, Van. The place was packed out. The crowd was tremendous. It felt so good to be home. You know, I love being surrounded by the chaos. Heck of a weekend, John. You enjoyed it so much. You're doing it again this week.
6: Uh, yeah you got that right we've been uh we've been here for uh 12 game homestand and looking forward to the back half of this with round rock coming in triple a affiliate of the rangers with uh albuquerque native mitch garver going to be uh in uniform for the round rock club on a rehab assignment so that should be a lot of fun
1: lots of giveaways this week including a cool camouflage hat this friday night we'll be at the ballpark this friday night we'll also be at the ballpark van this Wednesday night, where you and I will be throwing out the first pitch for the game. John, are you gonna like personally escort me out? Like, what's the VIP treatment I should be expecting here?
6: Well, we're, we've just ordered the red carpet. We'll Thank see you. if it comes out yeah. uh, if it arrives in time. You excellent. know, supply chain issues may delay That's it from arriving. But you know what? You know, we'll uh, we'll be there with open arms and have a ABS call a ball a strike for you. Oh, so excellent!
1: Oh, yeah, love you
2: know, that! Screenshot
1: like that? that, please, please screenshot that. I need that. <laughs> We have a side bet on the sports animal texter, John, is there any way to get the uh, to get the gun up? Can we see? We, we need. To, we got a number. We need to hit for a charity reason.
6: Uh, we can probably get a sundial up for you, Van. <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't know who's gonna. I don't know who's throwing harder or not, but you know, radar gun may not be able to pick up what you guys are delivering. Not
2: not only do we need a radar to see who's going to throw faster, we might need a medic on the field. I, I predict one out of two of us will end up being injured by this thing.
6: I agree. Why don't one of you throw and one of you catch, and then both of you could end up getting hurt?
2: Oh, good, good answer! answer. Yeah. I can't squat down, so that no. I'm out. Yeah, there was some, well,
1: that's we'll
6: some, but <laughs> you could, and then you'd hurt yourself. Uh, right? Oh voila! Injury.
2: There it Back is. On
1: brand. Back on brand completely. <laughs> the uh, the twelve game homestands a big deal. You guys battled weather. It felt like every single night last week. What's the forecast this week, John?
6: It's uh, It looks a lot better over the next six days than it did uh, the previous six. That's for sure. It was a rough, rough homestand. And you know I got to tell you, I don't ever recall weather like that in the month of May before. And thank goodness it's that part of it's behind us. Uh, we've been watching the forecast for the next week and it looks pretty good. So whether the temperatures are going to be getting a little bit more seasonal back into the low to mid eighties and uh, hopefully the rain, we do have a little bit of rain today and uh, hopefully that's gone too. So, uh, when the team starts playing tomorrow night, keeping our fingers crossed that the weatherman's going to be on our side this time.
2: These camo hats you're giving out on Friday to pretty the good. first three thousand isotopes fans are pretty sweet. Where did the idea for these come from?
6: Well, we've done a camo hat quite a bit, especially on military weekend. If it's military re- appreciation weekend or salute to services, uh, what have you. Over the years, we've we've done a lot of camo hats, but this one I really really like. It's got the it's got the, uh, the the circular logo that's kind of be- the patch right in the front that's uh, really become popular, and and uh, our friends at Pepsi have really stepped up and given out a great hat. So we're really appreciative of it. People can go onto our website, abqisotopes.com, and check it out.
1: little Major League Baseball talk as we're talking with the general manager of your Albuquerque Isotopes, John Traub. 1.5 milli at Major League Ballparks this past weekend, John. Feels like baseball is on an uptick that it has been some years since we have seen. What do you think that initiative has been throughout Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball to get fans back in the stands?
6: Well, I think there's quite a few things, to be honest. I think, one, uh, you know, people continue to get more and more comfortable in public settings and, right. you know, still coming off of 2020 and whatnot. Um, still see a fair number of masks around, but people are feeling a lot more comfortable in crowds. Um, the weather uh, is contributing to this. Uh, School being out in a lot of places is contributing to it, and I think baseball right now has a bit of a positive vibe going to it, uh, going you know with it because of the you know the 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 pace of play has increased, the time clock, pitch clock has probably worked as far as what MLB was looking to do, and and I think there's a lot of positive energy, and the fact that my Lakers are down to Denver 3-0 kind of gives (laughs) people "Eh, we're not going to watch that, we're just going to go to the ballpark instead.
2: Nolan Jones is that dude, John. How much of a delight is it to watch this guy play baseball so far this year?
6: Well, I'm going to even preempt that just a little bit. It's a thrill just to watch him prepare for the game, Ooh. which most people don't get to see because, you know, the gates aren't open during batting practice and whatnot. But this guy, you can tell he he certainly has a professional approach about himself, uh, you know, on the field, off the field. And then when it's game time – does matter if he's playing first base, third base, outfield, what have you. Um, this guy's a stud, and we're not going to have him all year. So I certainly encourage people to come watch him. He's got 12 home runs, I believe, already in the first month of the season, six weeks of the season, whatever it's been. and uh, He's really been a pleasure to watch, and I hope he gets a shot back with the Rockies soon.
2: 90-plus miles an hour average exit velocity, 113 mile per hour max exit velocity. I don't know if that means a lot to you, Fred, but to me, those are stud numbers.
1: I'm learning that that's important.
6: So <laughs> <The> home- <laughs> he hits the ball hard. Yep, it means he hits the ball hard, and you know what? As they say, you swing hard, good things are going to happen, and uh, it's certainly been that way for him so far this year.
1: Only seven home games remain this year. One is this upcoming Sunday at 1:35 start, and it's only one of two in the next two months. John, talk to me about just how fun it is to play afternoon baseball there at the ballpark, specifically on a Sunday.
6: I love it, personally. Same. You know, we I grew up in the generation where, you know, weekends, particularly Sundays, were all day games. And, you know, because of a variety of reasons, especially here because of the heat, you know, once that summer kicks in, we play night games. But I personally love afternoon games. I love them. Uh, the odd time we have a midweek one, but then particularly on Sundays, are really cool. We get a lot of feedback from fans, guys, who really want us to try to offer more day games if at all possible. So this year, the way the schedule laid out, we are able to offer several day games. I think we had maybe 13 on the schedule overall at mm-hmm. home. That's quite a bit, and uh, you know the fans, the fans love it. I mean, yesterday, considering the weather, considering everything that went into it, you know, we had a 90-minute delay. Um, after we got the top of the first inning, and it was a less than ideal day weather-wise. But after that storm passed, i got to tell you, there were a lot of people that stuck around. I was really impressed by that, and they stayed to the very end. It was a close game. We didn't end up on the right side of the scoreboard, but a lot of people stayed to the very end, and uh, that's because I think people do like that day baseball for sure.
2: Beyond day baseball on Sunday, it's Faith and Family Day. What, What does this mean to Isotopes fans and Albuquerque citizens?
6: Well, people can uh, you know, talk to their churches or their places of worship, and hopefully they have the information about the ticket offer that we're uh, making available to them. And if not, give us a call at the office, which is 924-BALL, uh, or shoot us an email at info at abqisotopes.com, and we can get them the information.
1: I got home Sunday, or excuse me, Saturday night from my trip to St. Louis, boys. Went straight over to the ballpark, stayed for most of the game, had to leave early. I'm sitting at my home that night. I just moved near the ballpark fireworks my man i didn't realize i'd have a show in my neighborhood i didn't consider this when i moved to to that part of town john thank you for entertaining me and welcome me back to iso or to albuquerque with a fireworks show
6: well and your property values just went up too right that's how i feel you you know you get that you get that uh that free show almost every saturday night so you're welcome glad we could help out
1: this saturday too pretty good get. that's all i'm saying no i'm about
6: sure john and you'll be at the ballpark on saturday you won't be in your backyard 100%
1: Hundred percent true. It's a thousand percent too. We got a crazy week. We're with you Wednesday, John, which we're very excited about. We're doing the show live from the ballpark, then we're throwing out the first pitch. Gonna be so much fun. Thursday night, the premiere of our pro wrestling organization, Duke City Championship Wrestling. We're doing that over the historic El that. Back with you on Friday night. I then have to head to Denver on Memorial Day weekend for the NCAA track championships. So it's going, wow. to be, yeah, it's going to be a crazy little couple days here for your boys. And we're excited that the isotopes allow us to be a part of their craziness as well. Anything we missed, John?
6: I don't think so, fellas. Uh, like I said, Mitch Garver is going to be here, former uh, La Cueva Bear high school player here in Albuquerque. He went to UNM. Been playing professionally now since 2013, I think. Minnesota, now Texas, coming back from an injury. Excited to see him at the ballpark, and hopefully fans will come out to see him.
1: Love that. John Tropp. thank you so very much.
6: All right, fellas, thank you.
1: Thanks, John. That's a good dude. That's a good dude, John Trump. I was walking around the ballpark Saturday night. So I get into town, go to be part of it, right? Cool. I'm running into, like, friends of the show as I'm walking around. No reason to name them all. There was more than a couple. People are just so incredibly kind here. It's the, This is the nicest place I've ever walked around as far as quality of people.
2: Albuquerque, New Mexico, or Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. the lab specifically? Both.
1: Okay. Answers answer is both. Agree. <laughs> Deal. Hot take. I feel old today. I'm going to tell you what happened to make me feel that way. The NBA's lost one. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.
0: Tuesday on the opening drive was the Joker able to dethrone the king the importance of team play in the postseason. Join us on the opening drive starting at 7 a.m.
1: Big thank you to John Traub who joined us on the program. He's the general manager your Albuquerque Ice Tubs. Go out to the ballpark. See some baseball. Hang out with the boys. We'll be out there Wednesday. You can go tomorrow, though. I mean, you, can go, you can go every day. You so, should go
2: every day. Go every day. Don't forego your responsibilities, friends of the show. Oh, I don't care about those. But also, go to the ballpark every day. I got to figure
1: out a way. Oh, I forgot to put up. All right, so at the next commercial break... Van is going to because he's better at it than me. He's going to put up a screenshot of the best joke I think ever sent to us on the live text. Mm, pretty good. 505-246-0610, the best joke ever sent to us on the live text. Thank you, friend of the show, 1154. one five four. I'm Topical.
4: topical too. Oh, it's topical.
2: Yeah.
1: It's content so, comedy. The
2: pr- uh, preface the okay. reference. You can't just bring that one out in the dark. Like the boys were talking snacks.
1: We are talking snacks.
2: We were talking snacks. Snacks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm old today. I guess today's the first day. Today? Yeah. Today's the one? Today's the one. Okay. This is the one where I was old today. Carmelo Anthony, after 19 NBA seasons, has announced he's retiring from basketball. 10-time All-Star. One of the 75 greatest to ever play the game, according to those that picked the
2: 75 greatest to ever play the game. He's up on the list, too. You think? I got him he, in like the 20s.
1: Oh, gosh. He ain't got no chips. So, um, neither does Barkley.
2: Oh, he ain't in the 20s. Little Carl Malone. Did you do Barkley saying Carl Malone? No, I did Jimmy Kimmel doing Carl Malone. Remember when you put on Blackface and got away with it? That, it's not a, it's not a pop cult- culture reference you remember.
1: The hell are you talking about? You don't
2: remember Jimmy Kimmel on The Man Show doing Blackface and impersonating Carl Malone? Okay, that's something else that's going on the social media.
1: I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to the next commercial break. How did this?
1: Why would I know about this?
2: You never watched The Man Show? I've never seen that. With Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla? No.
3: Remember the ladies would have the beer and on their little trampoline things?
1: Yes, I remember a lot of it. I, do, I don't think I've ever seen whatever this is.
2: The Man Show with Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla propelled both of those dudes into superstardom.
1: So you know what's interesting about you saying this? Because I do now know what you're talking about. It was like a TV show on Comedy Central. Mm -hmm. So we don't talk about this a ton. When I was doing Sports Talk Radio in St. Louis, Missouri with my old co-host, Matt Berger, who joined us on the program last Friday. Hey, thanks, Matt. Big, cool dude. Because you were on assignment Mm -hmm. when we hosted the Heavy Hitters. We were on air whenever the Rams got stripped from St. Louis and moved to LA, mm-hmm. and our correspondent for the Rams coverage that we did while they the season after they got moved to LA was Adam Carolla. So Adam Carolla would call our show every week, and we would talk about the Rams. And I don't think I one time in the 17 weeks that we did that bit ever
2: ever
1: mentioned the Man Show because I didn't think anything about it. Okay, might be the reason that conver- that that partnership didn't continue with me not knowing the body of work, not plugging anything that he had going on the podcast is what we always plugged. Oh, Cause okay. that's what he had. Sure. The, the dead TV show, I'm not using his dead name TV show. Like I like he had like a podcast, which I did not make that association. until you just said that to me right now. I feel like I really did Adam Corolla poorly.
2: On his you did and it took you this long to realize how dirty you did him
1: how dirty because even when you were talking about like doing blackface with uh what's the other cat's name Jimmy Kimmel Jimmy Kimmel immediately I was gonna throw like a, like a Marjorie Taylor green joke about like her boyfriend and drag and all this like and I was but that's not where I should have gone like yeah. that's not hmm, I'm having a moment okay I didn't watch the
2: man show I didn't watch comedy Central. You missed a lot of good stuff. Did I? Chappelle show was legendary. Never saw it. Crank Yankers was very strong work. That's Adam Carolla as well. Yeah, it's uh, the pr- prank calling show. Yeah. Was that Adam Carolla? I'm not sure. I believe it was. To be honest, not sure. I think it was. You, the- you didn't plug that either, did you? No. <laughs> I think when I was a kid, Comedy Central was not like a thing to me. Cuz you were a kid. Cuz I was a kid. I am, what am I, three years older, four years older than you? Yeah, ish. Yeah. Four years is a lifetime when you're a teenager. The difference between 12 and 16 is the difference between 30 and 50. You're making a good point. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't watch that stuff. I don't watch Nickelodeon. I've never been a TV guy.
2: The The man show had some really good bits, but most of it is just lowbrow, uh, Masculine, dominant, machismo, low-hanging fruit jokes.
1: But they did it really well. I don't love that stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Teenage me loved it.
1: The hoo-hoo-hoo, I'm a man and you're a woman, that that usually doesn't hit with me. Right. Carmelo and Anthony? Hits. Well, he was walking buckets. I mean, he when he came out of Syracuse, and you remember that NCAA tournament year, You remember people still remember all that.
2: I still do. That
1: was, Ma- a- was the guard on that team. Mm-hmm. But he was the guy, when he came out, you remember watching and being like, okay, here, he's entering the draft. Like, he's at or near my age. Watched him play his entirety of his career. I kind of had this vibe with Vince Carter, kind of. But Vince Carter never really got, like, a going away because COVID just ended his career. Not a shame. Not that he caught it. It ended the season he was playing, and you know what I'm saying. Right. Carl Anthony walking away, I feel like I, this is the one where I watch someone come, someone be here, and someone go. I don't know if I've had this emotion as an adult. Don't count football players. They only play like five years. That didn't right. count. 20 years? Because Kobe was in before I was like paying attention that way. 96
2: was too soon. Again, back to me being a few years older than you, Kobe was one of those for me.
1: Tim Duncan was one.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yep.
1: The 2012 13 Knicks, that's a special team to me. Like he was out there doing all those things
2: in his prime. That was like the last generation of players being able to do it themselves. He almost got there a bunch all by himself. That's a good point. With the Nuggets, with the Knicks. Yeah. To a lesser extent, the Blazers. But him, with no help whatsoever, almost reached the top of the mountain a few times never got there
1: the nuggets would not currently have Jamal Murray if they didn't have Carmelo Anthony it's true which is kind of a fun like still setting him up for a success ish you know whatever right yeah watching him come be president go like it's like hit him it's like making my childhood fade away it feels different it feels like in back to the future when he sold him the picture of his family that's what it feels like to me right now looking at the NBA I've done this bit with you on air, more pro wrestling talk for some reason. I've done this bit with you on air when I go back and watch like a Royal Rumble from like the late 80s or early 90s. But you haven't seen the man show. (laughs) That's a good point. But you do that and then it's like in the ring. There's How many guys are in the ring in a Royal Rumble? 10, 12? 10 or 12 of those guys all dead now. Right. And you're like, oh, gosh. Like, I just see dead people. Like, this is... This is six cents. Like, this is brutal.
2: I remember there's like real, real conversation in that epic 2003 NBA draft yep. whether it should be LeBron or Carmelo. Like, there was real talk that if Cleveland didn't get number one because LeBron was the hometown guy, if another team nabbed the number one pick, they were probably going to go with Carmelo over LeBron. And historically, that's foolish, but there was real talk in the moment of Carmelo going number one over LeBron James.
1: There was conversation most of the way through the season about if it was Carmelo or LeBron for rookie of the year. Sure. It ended up being LeBron. Obviously, it should have. Yeah. But he was in that mix. Who's Who else was there? Chris Paul. Is Chris Paul the other guy? No, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was the other guy.
2: Chris Bosh.
1: That was a crazy year.
2: Yeah, that crazy. The, the Heatles got all three players, all three best players from that draft. And Carmelo, whatever. Juwan
1: Howard, Chris Kamen, Kyle Korver, Dante West, Mo Williams. There were so many dudes in this draft. Darko Milicic was actually ended up being a joke. He was terrible.
2: I mean that's why Pistons fan shouldn't be mad that they didn't get the number one or number two or number three overall pick because look what you look what you do when you get a high pick take Darko
1: Milicic when he only played four hundred games or so but he played ten years listen to this LeBron James in his twentieth year Carmelo Anthony played nineteen Chris Bosch played thirteen Dwayne Wade played sixteen Chris Kaman played thirteen Kirk Heinrich played thirteen I mean they were quiet but they were there continuing. Mikel Petras played 10. Nick Collinson played 14. Luke Reidenhauer played 12. There's wait, David West played 15. David West was a dude. Dante Jones played 13. Boris Diaw, 14. Legend. Travis Outlaw, 11. I'm not even close to done yet. Kendrick Perk, 14.
2: Barbosa was a dude.
1: Leandro, I forgot all about him. Played yep. for 14 years. Josh Howard played for 10 years. We didn't even get out of round one. Luke Walton played for 10. He's one of the best coaches going right now. Steve Blake played for 13, not the actor. Willie Green, 13. I don't know who Zaza Pachula is. You don't remember Zaza? He
2: played a thousand games, dude. Not play. Joey Zaza from Godfather 3. Zaza Pachulia. Keith
1: Bogans played 12 years. Matt Bonner, 12. Mo Williams, 13. James Jones, 14. Kyle Corver has played 17 years. All star. You might not find more combined games in any NFL, or excuse me, NBA draft ever. That's wild.
2: That's super wild. And do you remember the draft day outfits? So much. Oh my God. So much bag. Legendary. Legendary. Griff,
1: you could... You could grasp onto my leg like a toddler grasps onto their father's leg. I could put on LeBron James's suit from the 2003 NBA draft, and it would still be baggy around my leg, even with you suffocating my calves.
2: You Not can, the basketball team. Of all of these guys who were there on draft day, you could make two suits for each person and have material left over. That's how baggy these suits were.
1: Oh, God, they're pleated and stuff too. This is wild how bad this is. It's like if Jinko got into the suit game. For sure. This L- looks like a bunch of kids that walked into their dad's closet.
2: LeBron James looks like David Byrne from the documentary "Stop Making Sense." That is a niche reference. I get it, but it's a perfect one. I don't
1: get. I don't get that reference.
2: David Byrne, the lead singer of the Talking Heads, he used to wear the oversized suits at concert. LeBron James is like, ooh, you know what? That's my jam.
1: I'm looking at a side by side with the 2017 NBA draft. I think people have just got better looking over the years.
2: Fashion has improved greatly. People from 2000s. the end of the 90s, beginning of the 2000s. 2000s.
1: All right. Today's I 9 varsity. Today's I 9 varsity is the I 9 varsity of 2000s fashion faux pas. Okay? That's a good one. I don't know how to spell faux pas, but you know what it means.
2: F A U X P A S.
1: We'll do that whenever we get back. It's two on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.
0: The Jim Rome Show. I mean, I love the game, but I don't play the game. Weekdays Weekdays at 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.
1: Today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of 2000's fashions faux pas. League office 28099 at 9sports.com 505 312 4999. Use soccer, basketball, volleyball, cheerleading. Sign your kids up right now. Google I9 Sports Albuquerque. I'll take it right there. Get your kids in some stuff. School's out, right? Is school out now or is that one more week? I don't really know.
3: I think this is the last week. That
1: makes sense. Aw, congratulations, cheerons. All those teachers that I date on and off again—they all start like they've all started texting again, like trying to set things up because they have free time, because they know I don't work during like traditional hours. You want to go to the farmers market? No, I don't. Where were you? The, where were you all school year? That's what I say, Van. <laughs> all right, Van, you go. You lead the way on two thousands fashion faux pas.
2: First on my I-9 varsity of 2000 fashion faux pas, and Uh Griff will probably run over a little bit on this segment. It's going to be tight. Ed Hardy. Okay, good answer.
6: T-shirts
2: and jeans that look tattooed, Mm -hmm. and they like bedazzled jeans for men. That stuff sucks. And then trucker hats with, I don't know, Mexican iconography on them. Like, basically, you're wearing a fake tattoo.
1: Yeah, those shirts suck. And they're acid wash for some they reason. They are awful. Yeah, they're terrible.
2: And it led to a whole rise in like MMA clothing and like yeah. weird. Just It was horrible. It was very bad. What Ed Hardy did to fashion single-handedly.
1: He was like a tattoo guy.
2: I mean, it, I consider it terrorism.
1: And then, ugh, it's not far off.
3: Well, did you, find, what, did you guys ever watch the Von Dutch story?
1: I don't even know what that means.
3: Oh, you'll have to watch it. So it was a big um, trucker hat thing, and that's where Ed Hardy came from because he had ended that partnership with Von Dutch.
2: Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Thanks, Ashton Kutcher.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got one. When you said Von Dutch, I was thinking Jordan Vandersloot. And I was like.
2: As one often does. What? I was like, what are you going with here? What's a Vandersloot? Uh, it's the Dutch is the, guy. Is that the Blade Runner?
1: The murderer? He's the guy who killed um, Stephanie Flores in Peru all those years ago and then claimed he didn't do it. Oh. Or whatever. Uh, I'm just going to go cargo shorts. Cargo shorts are stupid and terrible. If you wear them in a professional setting, um, you better hope you don't work for me because they're weird. No one carries that much stuff. No one, You have your everyday carry. I have my everyday carry.
2: Griff sure. has her everyday carry. See, cargo shorts and, like, carpenter pants, that's more 90s to me. It didn't stop until into the 2000s. I get it. But, yeah, it's 90s. Kids love that again. They're back. Sorry to break it to you. They're not back for me. No, for anyone with fashion sense, they're not back.
1: All right, Griffin, pull
2: up. Or self-respect.
1: Griffin, pull up your time hop and show us how weird you looked in a bucket hat.
3: Okay, what about the whole low-rise pants that girls wore, like barely off their hip
1: And they weren't so tight, yeah.
3: Like there was like so much weird body, I don't know, so much torso show. It looked weird. I agree completely,
1: and they wore them during their growing years, and they ended up with weird hips. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah,
3: and And their their hips was not lying.
2: And if you skip... Okay, okay. yeah. (laughs) All right, girl. If you (laughs) skipped shaving i'm not going to go too descriptive <laughs> sure. but the happy trail and the patch you skip one day you got a rash in those low-rise jeans it's a weird look and so does anybody that rubbed up against and you, you
3: always had the whale fin on the back if you you know because mm-hmm. they were so low you know, yeah the whale flare.
2: the whale fins are I coming about back that. those are
3: back yeah. too
1: i don't like everything that you're saying to me
2: it's bad <laughs> Cause I was just I was just in Denver last week hanging out with my daughter who's college age, right? And this stuff is '90s, early 2000s. This stuff is coming back, and it is hard to watch. College
1: age is the worst age.
2: You gotta learn about yourself, find out about yourself.
1: Ugh! And poor college kid today—they had weird COVID forever, so they have no idea. No, like clue. they have no right? clue about they social norms. Yeah, mm-hmm. no.
3: Yeah, they do not know how to act.
1: This is I. This is a real conversation I have with like more verbiage when i have it like kids need to do kid stuff together like you have to learn about adult stuff together you need you know you need to drink your first beer with another kid you know you need to have your first kiss with another kid you know the kids weren't around each other for the last three or four years right like they get into the world of college and they're like oh here's like a older individual paying attention to me (laughs) who well that's bad yeah
2: that's a bad thing they, they talk hours on end on Snapchat, but they don't know how to have a conversation face-to-face to, face to face with right. another human being. Hello. It was rough.
1: And it's not their fault. And no wonder they think platform boots are cool again.
2: They're not cool <laughs> again. Hey, I'll do you one better. Platform sandals. That is a ankle risk if I've ever seen one. I don't like that. Remember like the four-inch thick sandals? Like you're just, your feet. Yeah, the wedge Flip-flops. It is a danger to you and everyone around you. Did you see any belly chains while you are up there? No, but okay. that one was next on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for stealing my next answer. What about random ties? Yeah. Random ties were wild for a while. Like, just giant, goofy ties hanging on top of a T-shirt. Not even a T-shirt, just a tube top. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you... Casual, but classy.
2: You're going to fall... And your stupid platform flip-flops mm-hmm. and your giant oversized tie is going to catch on something and you're going to friggin' noose yourself in front of a bunch of unsuspecting teenagers. But
1: Griff is over here like, boys, it's fine. You can wear a dress over blue jeans. It looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Griff, did you own any of that fishnet stuff?
3: You were, yeah. You yeah, did hot, I did.
1: You did hot girl stuff when you were younger, right? That was like your move.
3: Yeah, I was wild. <laughs>
2: Did you ever have a bedazzled Canadian tuxedo?
3: No, but that sounds awesome. That
2: oh oh god, Griffin, you stop.
1: <laughs> no, right back now. in
3: the day, it would have been awesome.
2: It would have been awesome back in the day. Now though, if you bring that back, I swear to God, if you bring that back, I won't be able to handle my excitement. Bedazzled <laughs> Canadian tuxedos?
3: You'll be stealing it for a WWE performance and trying to go out there like a ringmaster. Regular no, clothes
2: were WWE costumes correct yes if there was a, a wwe character or a duke city championship wrestling character with a bedazzled canadian tuxedo i am in yeah a citizen if i see somebody at the gualmar <laughs> with a canadian tuxedo that's been bedazzled right. i'm calling the cops on him. and i don't snitch this guy deserves it good segment <laughs> Goggles? Why are you wearing a wife beater and goggles in public with your spiked hair? This serves no purpose whatsoever. All right, hear me. Hear me and, you,
3: and you can't even swim.
2: It's not fashion. <laughs> you're not. You're not welding, Steve. I'm writing down a production note here.
1: The Canadian barbarian, and what it is.
2: Okay, there <laughs> you go.
1: He's a wrestler, uh huh, who wears the denim tuxedo the whole time. Sure, but. On the top, he's like the caveman, barbarian type guy from like the Geico commercials. Excellent. This is a good This is a good <laughs> bit, right? Amen. The Canadian barbarian. Amen, 100%. Also, I like rhyming.
2: Uh, do you know what rhyming means?
1: I think barbarian and Canadian rhyme.
2: Those do not whatsoever. <laughs> does that have to do with syllables? They both mm-hmm. end with an N. It's got the letter
1: N at the end, but it Bar- does not rhyme. Barbarian, Canadian. That rhymes.
2: Mm-mm. Nope. (laughs) Sorry. That's the reach of all reaches. How
1: about this one? New idea. Because he could be hailed from Roswell, okay? Mm. But he's the Canadian alien. Canadian alien.
2: Canadian alien? Canadian alien. That's not bad. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people
2: will think... just slather some poor human in bright green paint and then put a Canadian tuxedo on him. And then like he has to stick his fingers together. Much like a Simpsons character with three fingers. He's doing the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, He's doing the Spock. He's doing the Spocker. And his fingers are stuck like that, like an alien's finger. Oh, like the thing
1: they had to press down in Total Recall? Mm Mm-hmm. Perfect.
2: Also, if this was KKOB. If you get that reference, that is a perfect analogy. It also
1: works because Canadian alien sounds like an immigration thing, and it's not. Uh,
2: It's not at all. It's an alien in in a denim tuxedo. If there's Canadian illegal aliens, I swear it's by accident. There's no way they accidentally cross over into Detroit and like oh I took I took the wrong highway here. I'm so sorry. My apologies. How do I get back across there? What do I gotta do? What if he's the Canadian Arcadian and
1: he's just a really big fan of like of like like field work? Stand like up ar- video games. Oh that's super good too. <laughs> <laughs> weird life weird life we live nfl talk when we get back nfl gambling is on the rise i don't think it's the problem the nfl thinks it is i'm going to tell you exactly what they shouldn't do to their players that bet on games that aren't their own games that's the one exception to my rule two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal
5: this pen to pad is word to mike dear listener Be-
1: I was driving back from St. Louis, Missouri over the weekend, coming from St. Louis. How long was I gone? Three weeks? A little more? Sure. A little more. So it was gone a while. So as I'm driving back, I have to drive through Oklahoma to get here. That's like where the road takes you. So there's toll roads in Oklahoma. Okay? So you have to pay to use the road in Oklahoma. Fine. I have money. So I go to pay the toll, and the guy at the toll booth says... Uh, welcome to Oklahoma. Um, <laughs> we're open carry here, so it's cool if you have your gun. And I go, okay. what?
2: That's how you led the that, conversation? That's how he opened.
1: I am, I'm driving my truck, my truck with New Mexico license plate. And I said, homeboy. Homeboy, do I have a gun? I'm, I'm not for a second going to tell you if me with my out-of-state plates does or does not have a gun. I feel like this is like a plant From the state police.
2: Right.
3: So they know who's...
1: Because I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and I think everything's a work and a scam. Mm. (laughs) But maybe down there, it's just pillow talk. And the point I'm trying to get to is, don't risk it. Like, if you're like, hey, here's a thing that is weird, stay away from the weird thing. And that ties directly into this. NFL player. It's weird. You don't... If a guy comes to you, like what happened in April, and says to you... Hey, I can help you with gambling. Uh no one'll know. That's a lie. <laughs> That's the NFL setting you up. And there's a sting operation going on as the NFL is looking for potential violations of NFL players betting on NFL games. Oh yeah. This is wild to me. How do you not know that the guy at the toll booth gets paid a hundred bucks from the state police trooper? Every time he squeals on someone carrying their gun illegally,
2: he just oh. wanted to see if you were armed or not, so he can get the rest of the change in your cup holder. Oh my gosh! He knows you can afford a toll. What's next? Also, who doesn't who carries cash? I have a lot of cash. I never do. It's the poker stuff.
1: So as sports betting is rapidly increasing, NFL players are not allowed to do it on the NFL, and they're regularly catching dudes. There are sting operations out, Van. Sting operations by the NFL to entrap their own dudes.
3: Why would they want to be betting, though, on their own sport? Oh, it's addictive.
2: It's like a drug.
1: But yeah, there's you so say.
3: many sports, though, like you could be doing besides your own.
2: Thank you, Griffin. That is my point exactly. There's so many other sports. Right. Bet on friggin' curling if you want. Pickle Just not your own sport. Now. Yes. And by the way, this sting operation brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. That's a fact. (laughs) That is a super fact. How many of those
1: dudes came up to us at the Super Bowl and they're like, Hey, we're here on behalf of um, DraftKings. I wonder if
3: players can turn around and sue them for giving out that information. Or do you guys sign anything whenever
1: you fill it out? Yeah, so it's in your contract that says you won't. But also, this went to the Supreme Court in 2018. To see if it was even like a like a lawful thing, and it, yeah. I mean it is, it, yeah, or yeah. at least that Supreme Court said it was. And I guess that depends on how you feel about they. It's weird to me because I'm so pro labor, but it's weird to me whenever the workplace is like I'm trying to catch you, my guys. I'm trying to get my guys. That's not an environment I want to be in. you are not doing anything wrong, Fred. Shut up. Shut up.
3: Well, I almost feel like that's almost in every workplace because sometimes, don't we get like those emails, like, watch out, guys, those crazy phishing emails, like, corporate's going to be sending Excellent them out. That's to a catch good point. Ya.
1: Watch out, guys, those crazy parlays. Yeah.
3: They're going to catch you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you know, the NFL van, they're like,
3: we're under attack. What?
1: You're not you're under attack. You guys just know the game
4: well.
2: You got an edge. got an edge. You got an edge. Also, if one of your homies is hurt or one of your homies said, Hey, dude, Joe Burrow went out till like four in the morning last night. Mm -hmm. Boom. All my money on the Ravens.
1: (laughs) What if the crackdown gets like Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow? What if that's who it gets, man? Then it's not a crackdown at all. It's a forget
2: about it down. Like, you know what? This is a problem that we need to. To focus on internally,
3: Martha went to jail for insider trade <laughs> secrets. <laughs> These guys have
2: some. Who do you think? It, who do you think it would be? It was like the the biggest culprits. Who do you think? Are like the most likely players of gambling, like a like a Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, who who's doing like perpetually stupid things? You're like, you know what? It's him.
1: Money-wise? Like, gambling-wise?
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: man. You know, did he just sign in Florida? Is that right? In Miami? To me, it would be a city where it's most easy. It's got to be in Vegas, right? I mean, it's where it's most accepti- or accessible. It's in the stadium, dude. Like, how do you not just – if you and I lived in Vegas, incredibly different lives than the lives we live in
2: Albuquerque, New Mexico. A twenty dollar runner on, on everything. For, for, honestly, for me, not so much. You don't think? You gambling wise? Yeah. Yes. I don't understand your <laughs> everything else. Kind of live a Vegas life already.
3: You'd have to have a bookie though, wouldn't you? Like, if you're that big of a name, you can't just go in. People will see you. That's how the NFL's getting you.
2: Ah, you get plant you, bookies. You get a little nephew, your little cousin, go in there, put a bet. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a buffer zone.
1: Right. What's that called? A courier. Is that what that's called? Sure. Okay, take my bet. It'll be years from now. There'll be like a Mitchell report on it, and you'll be like, what? That's crazy.
3: I'm thinking it's got to be a player that's not actually in the game, someone that's like the, your third, fourth string maybe. I don't know. Well,
1: and here's the NFL. Like, they're able to fix it now, right? So if the NFL is like the big games come up or whatever van, the big – NFC matchup and the NFL wants Green Bay to stay relevant and they want Jordan Love to do well. So right before the big Green Bay Detroit game, they're like St. Brown suspended for gambling. Like weird stuff
3: like that will occur.
2: Or you just are they just hold on to it until they need to cook the books themselves. That's what I'm saying.
3: So what, like, what Oh go ahead. Go ahead Griff. No, 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 I was just gonna come up with it. So like twenty
2: percent but... one out of five people gamble on sports. And it's Overwhelming that they bet on the NFL, right? Twenty percent. I didn't know that was the number of citizens. I didn't know that was the one in five ish people. Now, does this count as like fantasy football too, for sure? No, it, this is just sports betting. That does, fantasy football, fantasy football count. is approaching fifty percent of adults. Isn't that crazy? It's wow. nuts. I just I gave it sports, all up. sports gambling. About one in five people regularly sports gamble, and overwhelmingly, most popular NFL. If you think one out of five citizens do it, how many NFL players would do it? It's a higher higher number. Significantly higher number. I know there's people out there who don't care about sports gambling at all. That's just this not in their personality. It's not in their moral code. Blah 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 for whatever reason. You know what we should do. We
1: should get a poll together on who's going to get suspended. We could just put a little money on it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> who's the most likely?
3: So I think that's what they should probably do. Is like come up with silly things that teams can quote unquote gamble on. Like, are we having chicken for dinner for no, before game or something silly? You can stuff. fix that. That's you not can even. Fix it. <laughs>
1: I'm telling, you, it's wild to me though that the NFL is like we're going to sabotage our own product for the betterment of who or what. But I guess if it becomes so rampant and prominent, our dude's going to try to throw that thing. You know a really good example is Mr. Relevant for the San Francisco 49ers, Brock Purdy. Mm. The guy comes in, last draft pick, don't make no money. He's the 54th highest paid player on a team of 53 players.
2: Correct. He doesn't even count towards a salary cap.
1: His number is so low. Correct. It would make the most sense in the world for him to take all $500,000 he made or whatever, put it on a thing, double that money. Those are the guys you got to watch out for.
2: Those aren't the guys that are going to get into The the bench guys. But then again, the end of the bench guys that's aren't exactly going to get the into money. the game and impact the game.
1: Well, that's why I used him because he was like the one guy who was able to.
2: Impact on the game and doesn't make enough money. Mm-hmm. And it's a short list. Or how about the player who didn't get what they wanted in contract negotiations the season before. Mm-hmm. And uh, old, old Vinny Fourfingers is like, hey, come over here. Let's have a conversation. Well, and Vinny Fourfingers has got that adjacent conversation anyways,
1: right? So like, I uh, well, uh, your actor, what's that actor you love so much?
2: uh daniel day lewis no um
1: you know exactly
2: what i'm talking about nicholas cage so you
1: love nicholas cage
2: okay that's a reach but sure
1: you do all right i don't not <laughs> And <laughs> he says yeah i got a bad real estate deal so they're a bunch of crappy movies cause I had to pay off this real estate deal yeah the exact same thing's gonna happen to the NFL guy hey Nikki boy sit down here let's have a talk
2: yeah. yeah i uh i got a bridge to sell you it's right over the ocean Hey, look, uh Calvin. Hey, Mr. Ridley, come here. You got some inside info? What? Hey, NFL's got Draft Kings. You wanna be the real king? Come here, Calvin. I think I have the answer. All right. Cap. Cap how much NFL players. <laughs> <laughs> thousand hey. bucks. There you go. Yeah.
1: Hey, you can go play. You can get your fix. You can show people how smart you're on the Instagram with your with your big win. Thousand dollars a week. That's your number.
2: But then it's never going to be enough. It never will. They're going to get that. Just, I mean, just a little bit of crack. That's you, what it is. You yeah, just a little bit of crack, man. Yep. A little, just a little bit of crack, okay? I'll tell you what. I'll just give you some. Some crack. This is the appropriate amount of crack. Just have this much yeah. crack. If you start with this very little amount of crack, you'll never need more crack. This will hold you over forever. This is one sitting. This is perfect.
1: Perfect amount of crack. Shade is being thrown in the NFL. Shade is being thrown by one of the most talented guys at one of the most important positions in the game. He's throwing it at everyone who will listen. We'll tell you who it is and what it is whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.
0: New Mexico New Sports, Sports Authority. Authority 95.9 FM and AM 610. The uh, Sports, Sports animal. animal. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You better give me that. Give me that.
1: Yeah. Big thank you to John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Bank of Legacy for being a sponsor of this studio. Our friends over at I9 Sports. YMCA Central New Mexico. 66 Diner, ABQX, Red Door, Hollow Spirit. We're hosting the away games for your New Mexico United. Loving that. That's about as much fun as you can have. There's an away game this Saturday night. Mexico United are at San Antonio, so we will be at Hollow Spirits. TBD on if I'm there, Van. I got to be at this NCAA. Yeah, I know. Why did the NCAA schedule the track and field championships for Memorial Day weekend?
2: It, hey, quick apology.
1: Something's going on with your microphone.
2: Check one, two. Hey, buddy, buddy. That's all right. Go ahead. Quick apology to our friends who attend all the Hollow Spirits away parties at Friends of the Show Hollow Spirits. Right. We missed a couple. Double booked. Yep. Cinco de Mayo. Get busy. Both of us were out of town. We had some great friends of the show. Shout out to Vernon for filling in. Vernon Kuntz, host of Chop It Up with...
1: What a dude for for coming I mean, and just
2: like a master on the microphone.
1: Yeah, so very good. Well, and the amount of support that was around when, I mean, I was out of town. I'm not out of town because I want
2: to be. I'm out of town like
1: helping my dad.
2: Long story short, we're back. And we're back. So we'll see you at the New Mexico United watch parties. We're busy dudes past month. It happens.
1: DeAndre Hopkins says, quote, I want stable management, a QB who loves the game, and a great defense.
2: What? (laughs) Where is this coming from, D-Hop? I want a millionaire girlfriend with a rockin' hot bod and a genius mind who's also a freak in the sheets.
1: Who loves me more than anyone else.
2: (laughs) Who's nice to servers. (laughs) Nice try, DeAndre. Good luck.
1: This is because trade rumors are abound for old DeAndre Hopkins. Seems as if the Arizona Cardinals are ready to move on from he, and he is saying to anyone who will listen, well, we don't have an Arizona stable management or a QB who loves the team or a great defense. He needs to go to the 49ers, but he can't because that's in her division, so he won't. Going to end up on the East Coast somewhere. New York Jets maybe? That would be the squad for Aaron Rodgers.
2: Are you a Jets fan now? Of course I'm a Jets fan. I mean, Packers are number one. I mean, they have they have my allegiance. But you know I'm rooting for Aaron Rodgers. I that, want them to be relevant next year. It's going to be so much fun. Anyway, DeAndre, why don't you just come out and say, I want to trade? Well, they're already talking about trading him. That's why he doesn't have to. Well, he's been on the rumor mill for two years. Sure. Yeah.
1: Any team he talks to, they're like, I want a wide receiver with good hands, good size, and doesn't fail a drug test and miss half the season. Mm. That's what they're going to say. Hmm. Hmm. What's that song, Van? What's the name of that 90s band that, that you love? Why are you just
2: randomly saying things I love that aren't true whatsoever? Cake? Is it cake? Okay, damn it. I do love cake. Yeah. Okay, nailed me there.
1: I want a stable management, a QB... (laughs) Loves the game and great defense. And a long jacket. Yeah, okay. No, 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 no. no.
2: All right. Guilty as charged.
1: Hey, he hates Kyler Murray, huh? Who
2: doesn't? (laughs) Uh, I do. I wasted too high of a draft pick on him last year in a two-quarterback league. Loser.
1: Quarterback's got that torn ACL. Is the new Madden out yet? Because that to me would be the big thing. Like, how do your guys, do they, did your teammates, were you in a group text where Kyler Murray was like, hey, rushed out, got the new Madden? I'd be freaking out. How about, how about instead of the new Madden, you're just worried about, I don't know, your MCL? Our playbook. Friend of the show, Wayne. Homework. Welcome to the show, Wayne. How are you, brother?
5: I don't think he wants to have anything to do with Madden because about the Madden curse, usually when you're on the cover or associated right. with them, usually you have a bad career that year. But uh, I digress. I, I do think that D-Hop is definitely correct when what he doesn't have. He definitely doesn't have a good defense and definitely doesn't have the quarterback doesn't, that loves the game. But it would be exciting to see where he goes. There was rumors that the Cowboys were going to get him, but there's rumors that the Cowboys didn't get everybody. That's always <laughs> how it is. It's kind of frustrating to hear that. Uh, ever since Deion Sanders are always in the trade rumors, but there's never anything that comes to fruition on that. Do you guys, but as a Jets fan, do you guys think it's kind of weird though that that uh, Aaron Rodgers followed the shadows of Brett Favre by going to the Jets as well? Do you think he's going to end up in the Vikings? Question, next Wayne. season too. Like that, that I just think it's kind of ironic and interesting how that how that how that pan out. And uh, he's I, I do I mean you guys think about how it might work out. He he possibly could end up in the Vikings. Next season, or in a couple of seasons, I I don't see why not. If he doesn't, if he doesn't get the guys he wants, and it doesn't work out or pan out, because the Vikings do have a good defense, but if it doesn't really work out with the receivers he has which would be 100% Aaron Rodgers' fault, um, <laughs> then it would be interesting to see where he would go next. I mean, it would be I think, ironic if he goes with IQ as well.
2: I think the true test, if he's going to follow in far footsteps nope, in New don't York...
5: Do it, don't do it. If,
6: oh,
1: he sent, show, if he sends he dong
5: picks. <laughs> sorry, Uns,
1: Unsolicited he, he dong
2: picks is the real test.
1: Well, the real test is, does he try to build a volleyball facility for the University of California but then secretly pocket all of the money, Uh stealing from the poorest of the poor. Also, the real question from Wayne is, Van, are you ready to be a Vikings fan?
2: Eventually.
5: Oh, wow. (laughs) I mean, Packers are always number one. I I used to be like that, too. I used to follow, like, back in the days, you were loyal to your team because your players were loyal to your team. But it's not like that anymore. I mean, the the days of Michael Jordan or Ammon Smith or – or players staying with their team to the end of their career, pretty much. Both uh, of those it, guys it's played for different. Few far between these days, man.
1: Yeah, well, and you're not wrong. But like Michael was a Wizard, Emmett was a Seahawk or whatever he was. I don't know what he was. Cardinal, uh, Cardinal. Cardinal. You're
5: right. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But it, but for the most part, the, the prime of their career. Oh, I agree. Uh, they stayed where they were. But it, no, I agree. It, it'd be interesting to see it. But Madden doesn't come out to August. But what I'm really excited about is NCAA football comes out in July. Mm, same. Uh, and that's the redoing it, redoing it. So I. I it's always good to hear from you guys. I thought I'd just chime in and check in and see how you guys do. Oh, I appreciate
1: it, You know what we need to do with Wayne? Not just Wayne, but like any friend of the show that's into that world, because I'm into that world too. However we want to do it in July. But we figure out a way to have like, I'm going to say the isotopes because I always do. But I want to play NCAA football on that huge
2: scoreboard out there. Like if we can figure out a way. We, we We've been in talks for a charity tournament. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Also, Wayne, what position do you want to play on Fred's NCAA football dynasty? Oh, I don't create players. What? Yeah. You only go with the stock players? So I take... You don't create you and everyone you know? No,
1: never. I take Washington State University, my alma mater. Okay. And then I only recruit Start guys... Start with
2: Ryan Leaf years. Sweet. <laughs> the Drew Bledsoe years.
1: And then I only recruit guys from Washington. And I eventually have an entire roster of homegrown talent, and I create fun storyline narratives, create a social media Facebook page for it, and write little press releases after every game. That's my
2: life. That's your actual other job. Oh, yeah, crap. (laughs) Why would you do the fake version of it when you can do the real version of it?
1: Why is the thing I used to do as a kid that was nerdy and stupid now the thing I do professionally for actual money? Why did that happen in my life?
2: Back to this Aaron Rodgers thing. Yes. <laughs> he could steal money from Orange County and build a volleyball facility, mm-hmm. and Orange County wouldn't notice. No, they have no clue. Mississippi, on the other hand. Super notice. Where'd that $17 go?
3: Yeah. Is I, like volleyball getting big, or what's the deal?
2: Volleyball's big. It's been the same size this whole time. The, a volleyball or the court? Yeah, what is it, like? This and is 10 by 10? 10. 10 by 10, probably. Yeah, I find it's not a huge ball. Yeah.
1: Is
3: yeah. women's volleyball bigger than men's? Like well, like popular, I guess. Is it popular? Same
1: size ball, Griff.
3: <laughs> no, I meant is it just popular? No, popular? the nets are lower. Which one? Well, it depends
1: where you're at. <laughs> the nets are lower. <laughs> it depends where you're at, right? Because if you're on the West Coast, say you're on like the Southwest Coast, hey, there's men's volleyball all day. Like every single Olympian, like everyone that plays in college, like all those dudes come from there in Florida. Those like Southern Southern California
2: are like ranked one through ten in college men's volleyball. Correct. Yeah. Every school is everyone. Ranked, yeah.
1: And every dude out there, six ten and bigger. It's crazy. So in certain like pockets, I think it's also big on the Gulf Coast of Texas. I think there's a lot of volleyball there too. But women's volleyball is huge. Like huge. But not in New Mexico. We don't have the tallest athletes. We're
2: we're good at soccer. A lot of liberos here. Yeah.
1: We're good <laughs> at baseball. We're good at football in a lot of ways. But we're not good at creating professional basketball players or volleyball players.
2: Genetically. All the nets here in Albuquerque are used for fishing out detritus from the Rio Grande. That's correct. Yeah.
1: Just throw, cast it in there. <laughs> See what you find.
2: Needles is the answer.
1: I think youth volleyball is a little scammy, though. I think it's a little it's a little money schemey. Go on. It's like youth dance. Okay. It's like um, youth softball. A lot of these, like young athletes, and like their home, I don't parents, whatever, whatever people take care of them, guardians. I do believe a lot of those are taken to the bank on on money stuff. That's why I'm such a fan of like I nine sports. Like it costs very minimal. It's one day of commitment. Your kid gets to have a lot of fun and play,
3: right? Because, like you said, there's not a lot of areas where they can go. So it's all these c- big clubs. I agree. And then it's like, oh, thirteen hundred dollars. So that every you can time, play a season, right?
1: Yeah. And it's not like you're selling TJ's pizzas, van. To get the, is that TJ's pizza thing here? It's the thing where I grew up. Um, yeah. No, so it's with frozen pizzas. You're not selling that fundraiser here to flip your bill. This is
2: like a tamales here. This is, yeah, there you go. Enchilada plates. That's a real one. Very much real. Where I grew up was chili cook-off. You take over the middle school for one day and you make thousands of enchilada plates and mm-hmm. everyone buys them for an over overpriced amount that they could get way cheaper, like right down the street. But
3: Right. Or like baseball's like, you've got to sell all these um, candy bars. Or if you just give bars. us $100 and opt out, yeah. you're good. Mm-hmm. And every parent's like, here's my $100 because... My kid's not gonna go sell it. I'm it, gonna have to sell it or I'm gonna be eating it. Yeah.
2: And then the he's, head, he's the right fielder. He's gonna eat all of our
1: profits. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah.
1: And then the the head coach like goes to the families and he's like, Hey, field fees, hey gym fees, hey, whatever. And then you go and ask like the guy that runs the rec Center and he's like, We don't charge for this. <laughs> yeah. the whole thing's a scam. They're
3: like we need sponsors for banners in the yeah. outfield. And the banners never get put up. Never the whole never ever season.
2: Freddie Freddie Fourfingers is back on this one. I'm talking to the baseball the softball mom. I am like that. I heard you I heard your kid wanted to play shortstop this year. Where's the money? Not, you, hey Janice, where's the money? You're not oh, wrong on that one, yeah. You're not wrong in that well, one. You, wanna, no. you want a little visit from a uh, big Tony over there? You wanna you wanna get a kid at the top of the lineup? What's uh, what kind of cheddar you can? Hey. You want him out there chasing dandelions and butterflies or you want him to play top of the lineup? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we got a lead-off, and we got double
1: lead-off. You don't want your kid in double lead-off. Trust you guys. Hmm. Only, it's $100 a spot. It, people bid up for that. They huh, really do they that. Do. Mm-hmm. Lori Laughlin sent her kid to USC or whatever. For sure. Parents, are, There's a, right now a friend of the show listening who's like, "Whoa, good bit, but then they're low-key like,
2: yeah. It's like, yeah. I did do that. Damn, I know Janice. Right. I brought
3: those extra snacks that one day. <gasps> <laughs>
2: First off, you should bring snacks. Oh, you should. Yeah, for sure.
1: My grandfather used to, I think I've told you the story on there. He used to build engines for dirt track racing cars. Like, like uh, I don't know if this is midget racing cars. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Okay. So he used to build these engines. And people would be like, hey, here's a couple extra hundred dollars if you just shave out the carburetor a little bit. And my grandpa would be like, yes, thank you. That's now my couple hundred dollars. Here's your cheating engine for your child's sport. That's a real thing that he hustled these youth parents into. Just wild.
2: Breaking news. Give it to me. Antonio Brown signs a
1: contract. Don't say it. Do it whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal.
0: Take us with you anywhere. Anywhere. Well, anywhere with cell service. service. Download the KNML app in the Google Play or iTunes app store. Just search KNML.
1: All right, Van, I am aware that Antonio Brown is doing some stuff outside of football. You're telling me that he's about to play football.
2: That is correct. I'll admit... Credit where credit is due. This one slipped under my radar. This is a low-flying stealth bomber of a story. From the
1: Sports Animal text Line in front of the show, Wayne says, I got a 120-inch projection screen in my theater room. I'll host this NCAA party.
2: Okay. There we go. I might just end up being a weird night, Wayne. Let's just get weird. We don't even have to do this. Antonio Brown. Who doesn't go very long without being on this program due to his antics. Correct. Is right back in the mix.
1: In his antics?
2: I heard a story. He will be be making his Arena League debut this Saturday. Ah, his what league? Arena football. Hold up. Antonio Brown, oh, how the mighty have fallen.
1: USFL football is what you're talking about. No. XFL football is what you're talking that about. That is incorrect. Canadian football is what you're talking about. No. NFL Europe is what you're talking about.
2: Mm-mm.
1: He's playing for the Duke City Gladiators?
2: The division below the Duke City Gladiators. What? Antonio Brown is making his arena debut this Saturday. And I was like, that's bonkers. How did I near not hear about that? Did a little smidgen of research. Not only is he a player on this team, he owns 47.5% of this team. He's a part owner and player. He's going the Pete Rose route here of this arena football team.
3: So I saw that he was an owner because did you watch that viral video whenever they were trying to kick him off the field? And he's like, I own the team, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> But I didn't know they were going to let him play.
2: So he will be playing this Saturday.
1: He's Well, hold up. He has to pay people on the team because he's notorious.
2: (laughs) He don't pay people. Surprise, surprise, Fred. Oh, shut up. (laughs) The Albany Empire's ownership group has been missing payments to players and coaches, causing an uproar on a team bus, which multiple players have been suspended, surprise, surprise, the six highest paid players are the ones who got suspended. You don't pay somebody, have them get pissed off for not getting paid, and suspend them so you don't have to pay them anymore. Hold on. Is Antonio Brown actually a genius? All right, so more
1: on this. It looks like he's in an ownership group with a guy named Kevin Larkin. No clue who that is, right? No reason I should. Barry Larkin's boy? No. Oh. No. Uh. So, they had this $700 pizza bill from Taste of Italy in Albany, New York.
3: <laughs>
1: and the... The pizzeria was texting Kevin Larkin about the $700 bill, and then he blocked their number.
2: Smart. <laughs> Smart. That's good. That's just good business.
1: It's not a girl you meet on Tinder.
2: Obviously, Antonio Brown's running in his mouth. He says he's the 100% owner of the team. Oh, this dude's so wild.
1: So he's playing wide receiver or what?
2: Going to be honest, my expertise stopped right there. (laughs) All I know, all I know, he's the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, punt returner, defensive back. Could be anything.
1: He will play against the Fayetteville Mustangs, and the game will be 7 p.m.
2: Now, hold on. I'm, I'm legit happy for Fayetteville. I was worried they didn't have anything going on there, but at least they got this.
1: Apparently he's pretty upset because they took a beating from the Jacksonville Sharks, seventy nine thirty four. Tom Manas, no clue. He resigned from the team on Sunday. So is he is he coaching and playing?
2: Yeah, he's Pete Rosen it up. He's an owner, player, coach.
1: Okay, so you said almost fifty percent. So according to the very reliable source, SteelersNow.com, Ah, uh. Brown is a 95% owner. Why are you just not by 100% at that point? I'm not trying to be that guy.
2: Okay, now, are they looking at tax records, or are they just talking to Antonio? Because the numbers I have is a 47.5% owner. It's
1: being rumored that John Audino, who I've never heard of, will be the new head coach, although as of right now, he's not accepted the job. The game's in Five days. hopes he'll give his team the spark that they need. (laughs) I mean, I'm not trying to be that guy, but if the coaches are fired up and the players are fired up, you know the training staff's not. He's super weird with them guys. Hey, what if he just sucks?
2: He just fell off a cliff to where he's the best receiver NFL, and three years later he can't even play in the arena football I mean, dog, how do
1: you buy an arena football team and then immediately turn on everyone in the organization and the
2: league? Oh, wait, history. Yeah. Hold on. Are you referring to historical evidence? (laughs) Lakers
1: at Denver tonight. Van, who do you got in tonight's final one? I said final one because this one is over.
2: Oof. I got the Lakers. Oh, you do. They they got to win one. They got to win one. They're out for the early, home court.
1: They're out early, eleven to four in this one. A couple minutes into the first quarter, this happened in game three as well. Denver started off slow the first ninety seconds or so, which doesn't seem like a lot in basketball, but it kind of is. Yeah. Came back, put that thing on.
2: Lakers, oh. Lakers win one for the home crowd. Denver wins the next one.
1: Jokic didn't even score until like the second quarter. Didn't need to. Then he hit like five in a row, and they're like, oh, he's okay. He's actually been here the whole time. Remember? you remember? Yeah. The Joker was The Joker was like, but look at Murray. He's sizzling. Like, what? Is that Italian? What voice are you doing? LeBron, don't go out like this, right? There's something to not. be said legacy-wise, too. Because the conversation, big picture, is like, how many finals have you been to now? 14 of them or something crazy? If he goes to another one and catches an Elvers. That dude, Jimmy Butler, that's worse than if he loses in the conference finals and doesn't make it because that's another one of the LeBron lost in the finals again. <laughs>
2: yeah. six, Jordan 6-0. Six and, oh.
1: mm-hmm. and LeBron's 4-7. and seven. I think that's close if that's not accurate. just
2: <sighs> You could have all the LeBron, LeBron smack talk you want. Him being here at all, him and the Lakers being here at all, after a 2-10 and ten start, mm-hmm. there are a .03 chance to make it, not here, to the playoffs.
1: So you're saying there's a .03 there chance?
2: It's probably less. Okay. Um, I mean, technically, there's a 0% chance because it's never happened in the history of the sport. But a .03% chance that the 2-10 and ten Lakers, in total disarray, even make it to the playoffs? And now they're here? It's a success story. Only? It's a great story. What was the number you gave? A hundred and what? 139
1: only nine of those teams have even brought it back to a 3-3 tie from the sports center live chat sports center from the sports animal live chat friend show joseph says lakers win tonight joseph's been a broken record on that text
2: Ah. Uh, same joseph thank you
1: (laughs) (laughs) he got the lakers winning every night what did vegas say
2: Lakers by a bazillion. Is that what they did not?
1: There's no way. But they did do that with the Celtics and the Heat. They had him as a nine point favorite in game three on the road. You're like, what? Three and a half. Three and a half in way of the Lakers? I don't like that.
2: You know Jokic wants to embarrass LeBron. He ain't gonna go out and say it. He's too humble of a dude. But he wants to be the guy to sweep LeBron. I think he's only humble publicly.
1: I think in those circles, he's not at all. Why would you be?
2: No, you wouldn't. You're the best to do it right now. You don't get that far. You don't get to the top of the mountain by being humble. You can be nice to people. You can be courteous. You can be kind. Game recognizes game. Steph, you're with us tomorrow?
3: Yes, I am. We're on
1: location. We're at the ABQ Duke store, the intersection of Carl Island Central. Come hang out with your boys.
2: Final words, man? Too much for the time, a lot of my friend, but anything we didn't cover, which is ample. Check out on opening drive tomorrow morning with Jeff, JJ, and Amory.
1: Wayne, what's up that TV? Are we playing NCAA football?
2: Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow from the Duke store, bouquet. <laughs>